Blog Talk Radio.
How many of you are hungry for God? Are you hungry for Him? uncertainties. I'm desperate for Jesus. Well, welcome tonight to Prophetic Grace Network. I'll be your host. This is Angela Joy here in Southeast Georgia. Privileged and honored to be a part of what God is doing in and through this network and what he's doing in and through me and through you. Well, welcome tonight. And if you're listening by internet, please give us a call. Uh, the number is 319-527-6027. Just reach out to us. I'm here tonight, and I'll be on until, I don't know, but we're here tonight. And we're glad that you're listening and you're a part of what we're doing as we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus today. Well, welcome, everyone. Also, if you want to text in, that number uh, for you to text in uh, will be the 214-505-8719 number. That's 214-505-8719. And uh, you can text in and let me know you're there if you want prayer or if you just have a desperation to get on here, I'll be able to see that so that we can agree with you. Well, welcome, everyone. I hope you've had a great, great, great week. Um, I've had a very good week. I have seen a God move. Uh, I'm anticipating even a greater move. Why? Because I'm desperate for him, you know. That first song that I played, I'm going to play it again, uh, but I played this other one next. Um, it just set the atmosphere for us understanding the whole purpose and the reason for Jesus coming, and I know many of you all do know, but it's just something about meditating on that. It's just something about when you gravitate toward that, when you move toward a deeper understanding, a deeper uh, touch you want from him, because you understand why he came, what his purpose was. You know, Jesus came with a purpose. He came knowing that the Father was sending him to use him to deliver mankind. He knew that, you know, and so we have a purpose. You have a purpose. I have a purpose. Our purpose has been mainly as Christians, we're to come and help mankind. We're here to assist Jesus in the call that 
we have upon our lives to help reach people for Jesus. That's a part of the purpose. Jesus knew his purpose. He came knowing and understanding his purpose. We can come understanding our purpose because if we're connected to him, we're connected to what he wants to do in this earth. If we're connected to him, we're connected to the business that he wants taken care of in the earth realm. When we're connected to Jesus, we know the purpose is connected with Jesus and why he came. And so with that birth and that coming, and now we have the season of Passover and celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the whole purpose for why he was born as a babe in a manger, why he grew into a man who lived and walked the earth until like 33 years, that he would impart the things of God and be an example and a testimony in the earth of his father. He said, you know, when you see me, you see the father. He came as an example, as a man, God in the flesh, as an example that they would understand who God. When we come into an atmosphere, when we come into the places that God has placed us, as we walk on assignment, we're bringing God. We should be bringing God into the place. We should bring his presence into the place, you know. And it's hard, you know, because sometimes we, I understand, we have our things and issues that we're dealing with, and we have to press and push this flesh out of the way. And we have to remind ourselves that our purpose is to represent God. Our purpose is to be who he wants us to be in the earth. And I'm going to read um, part of Mark chapter 11. Again, I want to bless and thank everyone who's come and uh, to be a part of what God is doing here tonight. And again, if you are listening by internet, that number is 319-527-6027. If you want to call in, press 1, and that will put you in the prayer queue. And you can press 1. That will cause a little hand to go up. And I'll see that you would like for um, us, I will say us, those who are on here with me, to agree with you for the for God's presence to uh, invade your life and to handle the situations that you need handled. So um, this is not my show, even though it says Angela Joe's show, Joy's show, Angela Joe's. I'm thinking about my dog, JoJo, y'all. Angela Joy's show, this is God's show. I just want to be a vessel that he can use. I don't know how he's going to use me, but I just know he will when we submit ourselves to him. So if you're calling in at that 319-527-6027 number, press 1. And remember what I said about the texting. Uh, You can text at 214-505-8719. I just want to thank uh, Prophet Randy uh, for allowing this platform to come come forth. Uh, I've been, you know, a part of PGN for a very long time, almost from the inception, and um, there was some years later that I actually started to come on air, and I I didn't ever think that, I, I mean, I had no clue or even an understanding that God wanted to use me in this way. I, I was just enjoying being a part of what God is doing in the earth through you know, what Prophet Randy has been teaching and ministering on through the years. And it's just been such an honor and such a a blessing to be a part of what 
God was using him to do. Because you, hey, we all hooked in, we're all apart, and I'm like, man, I'm just glad to be in the number, you hear me? But when he, you know, asked me about doing the show, and I'm like, mm, you know, you know, I've been in ministry in a in sort of a sense of, you know, brick and mortar. Uh, when we moved here to Southeast Georgia and started a, a church, uh, and um, I'll have to tell you guys, it wasn't a pleasant experience. You know, I really don't want to say that like that. But the honest truth, it really wasn't because it was, I was in a, I was in a dysfunctional relationship and you know dysfunction needs to be healed to a sense before it can reach out and minister to others I'm just going to be you know blunt up, up, up front and honest about it you know uh, God can use anyone but he wants you healed before you you know reach out or be walking through your healing but to be in denial of a healing that's like a slap in the face of God. You know why? Because it's saying you're not God enough to take care of what needs to ha- what needs to happen for me to get better. You know. But anyway, um, you know, and so uh, there's a lot of dysfunction, you know, in the church. There is. There's a lot, but that's a whole other subject. We won't be talking about that tonight. But I just want to let you know. I'll be aware when we turn our eyes to men and we look to them like. They're a God, and we want to place them on a pedestal. God frowns on that. That's not of God. And uh, because we are all, you know, flesh and blood, and we are capable of making mistakes. And it's really a sad situation when people walk around with dysfunction and knowing they're bleeding, and instead of getting a healing, they're bleeding all over the sheep. So that that's not a good thing. But like I said, that's another, that's another broadcast. But I just want to let you know that, I am so honored that, you know, God chose me to be a part of what he's doing in this season, at this time, because God is an awesome God, and he's wanting you to be a part. So thank you for being a part of what God is doing here with PGE, and I'm going to go ahead and pray. And, uh, Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to just, be in fellowship with you once again as a corporate body, as the body of Christ. We thank you, Lord, as we renounce everything that would be uh, an offense to you, and we lay it at your feet, and we plead the blood of Jesus as we take our rightful place before you, O oh God, thanking you for Jesus' blood cleansing us and making us right, <laughs> because it's not our righteousness. It is your righteousness that has made us worthy to even come to you, to stand before you. And, Lord, I thank you now as I even take stance before you and I look to the the the, 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 the righteous judge, which is God, who's also my friend and who's also my father. I thank you for granting me the opportunity, oh, God to be a part of what you're doing. And I ask you for forgiveness for anything that's been displeasing. As I see, even in the spirit room, as you put, you stay the hand of the enemy, because as he's a lying accuser of the brethren, and as he lies and accuses things uh, concerning me, 
I can see your hand stayed and I can see the blood of Jesus applied that will wipe away and wash away everything. So, Lord, we come boldly to you tonight. We come today, we repent of anything, and we lay it at the feet, and we ask for forgiveness and that we be made whole and right in your sight, that we may have access, that we may have access to the benefits and the blessings that you have already laid up for us. Thank you for the blood as it shuts the mouth of the enemy. It shuts the mouth of the devil. When he rises up to accuse, we can say, take a look at the blood. So we thank you tonight, Father. We thank you for those who are on the line who are waiting, those who are on the line who are just praying and believing for others who are partaking of what you're offering tonight. We thank you. We thank you so much for the precious blood of Jesus. We thank you tonight, Lord, as you continue to show us who you are by revelation and by by uh, even manifestation of the miracles that are going to take place in this season. And, Lord, we thank you for this season. This season is the season that we celebrate that we have life. We've moved from death unto life by the blood of the lamb that was shed. And we ask, Lord, that every person who ministers on here, uh, every host that comes on, we thank you for the blood of Jesus covering them and anointing them to do the work of the ministry. And Prophet Randy and his wife and their family, Lord, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Father. So as I read this, this is Mark chapter 11, and I'll just expound a little bit, and then we'll play that other song again, because I just sense that just something that's stirring right now, uh, and I just want to keep, keep, I want to keep the water stirred. Hallelujah. All right, so Mark chapter 11, verse 1, it says, And when they came nigh unto Jerusalem, unto Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sendeth forth two of his disciples, and saith unto them, Go your way into the village over against you, and as soon as ye enter, be entered into it, ye shall find a coat tied whereon never man set. Loose him and bring him. And if any man say unto you, why do ye this? Say ye that the Lord has need of him, and straightway he will send him hither. So Jesus knew that when that word was released for them to go forth and to bring that coat, it wasn't going to be any opposition. Why? Because it was his time. My God. You know what? My God, glory, hallelujah. When you go forth into the things that God has assigned you to do on this earth, and you go with faith and an understanding that it's your time, hallelujah, no man or nothing can stop you, hallelujah. Jesus understood this. It was his time. It was his time, and he knew that it wouldn't be any resistance, it wouldn't be any 
holding it back. It wouldn't be any naysayers that would stop it. It was his time. Understand that. My God, I just feel a need to impart that into the atmosphere tonight, that if anyone is listening and they feel like, well, opposition is holding them back or the things that uh, they are involved with to a certain extent, I'm not saying sin, but I'm saying just things, you know, people, and you think that if it's not your time, do you really, if it is your time, do you really think that that can stop you from going forth into what God has assigned you on this earth to do? No. By faith, you can walk into where God is calling you to by confidence, especially if you know the word of God has been dealing with you and speaking with you, and you know that it's a season that God is about to do something, you can go forth in faith knowing that it's it's time. And that's what Jesus did. He knew it was his time. He knew it wasn't going to be any resistance to what he had assigned the disciples to do. And it says here, they went their way and found the coat tied by the door without in a place where two ways met, and they loosed him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. They loosed him. Glory. There was no resistance in that. It just simply happened. Why? Because it was Jesus' time. It was his time. You know, there's so many times in the scripture that gave reference to how, you know, how they were so angry at him, the Pharisees, the people, there were people who were angry and they wanted to attack attack Jesus. And guess what? He just kind of walked right by them and they couldn't even do a thing. Why? Because it wasn't his time to come forth yet. It wasn't his time to go to the cross. It wasn't his time for a particular assignment. They couldn't touch him. They couldn't do anything to him. And because, guess what, it wasn't the time for that to happen. Realize when you're on assignment, when you have laid your life down and you're looking to God to direct you and to instruct you and to show you, just have confidence knowing that there's nothing that's going to be able to hinder you when it's your time. I want you to believe that tonight. I want you to say that tonight. You release it to God and say, God, when it's my time, it's going to be my time. There's nothing that's going to be able to stop me. There's nothing that's going to be able to hinder or block me from doing what you have assigned me to do on this earth when it's my time. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak that word and release it this week. I believe there's an anointing on that because why we're in the season when Jesus walked into the fullness of his time. Hallelujah. Why not let us tap into the anointing? Why not let us tap into the things that are released in the atmosphere in the season of celebrating the resurrection of, of, of Jesus and the Passover? Why not let us take a, a grab at what God has for us in this season and say, when it's my time, it's my time. Hallelujah. We're in a season when God operated in and through Jesus for his time to come forth. My God, I'm taking part of that tonight. When it's my time to come forth, when it's my time to move into position, when it's my time to do what God has called me to do, and I'm walking with an understanding and assurance that when it's my time, it's just going to be my time. Hallelujah. So here we are. We're, we're looking at Jesus, and we know that he understood this because he knew he was, he was sent because of this. You know, he, didn't, he wasn't sent to just, 
you know, hang out here, be on time. He was sent here to be on time. See, why? Because he's an on-time God. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> Glory be to God. And so we know that Jesus understood that. He understood because why he was in fellowship with the Father. The Father was informing him of how to operate, when to operate, what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and they couldn't touch him because guess what? It wasn't his time. But it's his time now. And so he uh, said unto them, even as Jesus has commanded uh, about them loosing that coat. So in verse 7 it says, and they brought the coat to Jesus. My God, they brought the coat. And really it's like it's a donkey um, to Jesus. And they cast their garments on him, and he set upon him. He set upon him. My God, he set upon him, and uh, he was ready. He was ready to ride on into his purpose, his whole uh, appointed time for being here on earth. He was, he was ready to ride. Are you ready to ride tonight? Are you ready to ride into the purposes that God has for you? Oh, my God, glory be to God. Are you ready to ride? Glory be to God. So Jesus was, he was ready to ride. Glory be to God. And many spread um, their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees and strawed them, and strawed them in the way. And they that went before, and they uh, that followed, cried, saying, "Hosanna! Glory be to God! Glory be to God!" They were excited. They were praising God. Praise be to God. Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked around about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out into Bethany with 12. Hallelujah. So it was his time. There's something about knowing when it's your time. Hallelujah. We don't have to worry about anything when we're in tune with God and we're walking according to his instruction. We can walk right into the place that God wants us to be in on time. Hallelujah. On time. How do you think Jesus knew about when the time was? To, to do these things, because he was in fellowship and communion with his father. That's where we got to be. We've got to be in fellowship and communion with the father. Glory be to God. And um, at church today, they kind of talked on this a little bit, and I just kind of took a, uh, wrote down a few things that, that God was uh, speaking to me in regard to the, that this particular scripture. Hold on one second. Let me just kind of. Review my note that I had down here. So I put down here, and we were, I was listening today, and uh, back at verse 10 where it says, Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. My God. And so I, 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 I put a note here. I said, the mighty one came to deliver, but he was rejected. Hmm. You know, he came as a baby, 
He came humble, and God raised him to a place that he was prepared to be the deliverer. Hallelujah, but he was rejected. How was he rejected? Bit upon a little bullshit. He was brutally beaten. That's how he was rejected. And they thought he was sent to set up a kingdom here on earth, but he came on a colt or a donkey. He came lowly. He came humble. He came in low status, but he came on time. He came, and they were mad about the fact that he came as a deliverer. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. They hated him, and they crucified him. He had to depend on the faith in God, the Father, as he faced death. He had to believe that whatever God had said had to happen. He had to have faith that it was going to happen just like the Father said it was. That's where we are. We've got to have faith to believe that God is going to do just what he said according to the plan that he's already laid out and that he's going to be faithful. So Jesus had to do the same thing. I mean, he came from heaven to earth to be crucified, to be beaten to a pope, to be attacked, to be spit upon, to ride on a donkey when he was the king of kings. And you would think if he was the king of kings, because they were looking at this thing in the natural, that if he was really the king of kings, he would have come on a chariot. He would have come with an army of this and that. But he knew who he was. How many times has the enemy tried to make you feel some kind of way because of situations and the circumstances that you're in? The devil tried to make him feel some kind of way. You know, we know all about that when he took him up and he tempted him. But he knew who he was. That's why we have to know who we are. Even when the enemy comes at us and he begins to accuse us and lie on us and say all evil against us, we got to know who we are. That's what Jesus did. He knew who he was, even though they spit on him, even though he had to come on a donkey and didn't come on a chariot. Because he knew who he was, he could move into place and position where God beckoned him to. That's what we've got to do. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of, in spite of the situation, in spite of what it looks like, we got to know who we are in God. That's who Jesus is. That's how he did it. He knew who his father was. My God, he had to have faith in his father that when he was beaten and crucified, that he would be raised from the dead and he would ascend back to heaven. He had to believe that. We got to believe it when we're mistreated, abused, and abandoned, that God's going to be faithful, even when it looks like it. It's not going to work that way. And that's how Jesus had to be. He had to depend on the faith in God the Father as he faced death. He was beaten and tortured as they cried, crucify him, crucify him. Blessed is he who comes. In the name of the Lord. Hosanna! He had to believe, oh yes, in spite of crucify him, he had to cut his mind on Hosanna. I'm blessed. I'm here on purpose. I'm going to come back again. Hallelujah. I'm going to raise up from the dead 
my God. He came as God with us and used, and uh, he came as God with us, and Jesus was used to provide a way. True God. Jesus was sent to save us by any means. And he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And we have to know that the the presence of God was with him. The presence of God will be with us when we go through our situation. So, God, we thank you tonight. We thank you as we remember on this season. We thank you tonight as we think on the price that was paid, how he came as a babe, and he grew into a man to be tormented and tortured and beaten and bruised because he knew what he had to do. Because a greater benefit and blessing was coming out of all of it, and it was us, that we would be able to have access to our Father, that we be that there was a, a way made for us to get back to God. He was able to understand how important it was to lay down his life so that we would have life and life eternal. We thank you tonight, God, for that sacrifice that was paid, how you used your son to make a way. We give you glory. Hallelujah.
ways of God. You're going through the presence of God. You're going through his anointing. You're going through his power. You're going through the, the way of the way maker, my God. So, Lord, I thank you for her tonight. I don't know what road you have paid for her, but I do know she's headed somewhere in you. The desires and the things that she has been thinking and praying about, God, I thank you that you're getting ready to do some things because that rubber is hitting the road. My God, she's going someplace. You're taking her someplace. Some things that she's going to, uh, places she's going, some stuff got to drop off as she goes. I hear the word momentum. As you pick up momentum, in the things of God, Carolyn, as you begin to press in and accelerate, even in the things of God, some stuff is not going to be able to hang on to you anymore. There have been some cling-ons that are going to blow out in the wind. Why? Because you're expecting accelerating into the things of God and the things that have tried to hinder, stop, and block are the Klingons that have tried to cause you to maybe, you know, not have the velocity or velocity or whatever they call that word into the speed realm of the things that God is taking you to. They're going to have to be gone with the wind. Glory be to God. I see things just kind of coming off as you pick up a speed, as you pick up acceleration, as the rubber meets the road, they can't hold on to the power that God is going to use to thrust you into the next place that he's taking you. So, my God, we thank you. My God, we give you glory. And we thank you for the things that you're doing in her life, taking her places that no man can take her but only you. And we give you glory. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. My God, well, we thank God for that. And we just thank God that, you know, you have an understanding to that it's in the press and it is in, it is in God that we can do great exploits. It's only in and through him. Amen. And as we are faithful to those things, you know, as I was talking and reading on the scriptures concerning Jesus, you know, and I never looked at it like this before until today I heard the pastor mention some things that I was like, yes, Jesus did have to have faith that the Father was going to come through for him. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the whole thing with Jesus. He came and walked the earth as a man so that he could understand, you know, the things that we have to go through in flesh. And so mm-hmm. he experienced that for us. And even Jesus, even though he had at time been with God in heaven, and he came here as a man, but he had to have faith and, and believe that the Father was going to get out of here when he got confident yes. what he came here on earth to accomplish. And so that's the way we got to take this thing. We've got to know that God yes. has placed us on this earth to do some things and to accomplish some things, and in and through him these things shall be and we have to have faith that he's going to be the God that he says he is so that we can move on into the purpose of what we're here for. And God is faithful. Mm-hmm. He's not a liar. He's faithful. Right. So praise God for that. Thank God for him bringing your sister out of the fire. My God. And even as you were mm-hmm. in the fire, he was right there with you like shut right <laughs> And Abednego, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> Glory Jesus yes. walking in and through the fire. He was right there yes. with them. So he's right with you. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we can just Amen. shout a praise for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you called in. Is there anything in particular you want to pray for? Um, yes, thank you. I I just I'm just asking that you will just commit this month, um, help me pray that this month will be a good month. Um, especially at work as we go into a new department. I just want okay. um God to just grant me the requisite knowledge, skill, the wisdom that I need to do well. Um, and just for him to just be with me in everything that I do, and I just will reflect him in everything that I do. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, we just thank you as, you know, angels are ministering uh, beings, so as you were talking, I just saw, like, ministering angels coming to you, touching your hands, you know, being or, uh, orchestrated by God to touch your hands. Thank so, you, Lord, Jesus. I thank you for the ministering angels that will come in and thank touch your hands, God. quicken her hands. My God. Uh, and, 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 and I just feel led to say, don't feel shy about calling on help from the from on high, from on high. Just call on help from on high. 
But as you were talking, I did mm-hmm. I see as instructions are God's given the angels to be ministering into, unto you, as I saw it reach out and touch you, touch you. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the heavenly host uh, ministering to her. I saw your uh, touch on your head, like touching your head, you know, like awakening something on the inside. Yeah, Father, touching your head, touching your head, touching your hand. Let the work of her hand be fruitful. Let her mind be clear in the name of Jesus. Every everything that comes to that distort and disturb, we come against it and we plead the blood of Jesus and we say clarity. Come forth in the name of Jesus. We just we cast it away from her, and we thank you that the angelic hosts are in uh, they're in 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 connection, making uh, you be fruitful. How about touching your hands in the name of Jesus by the instruction of the Father? And we thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. And even if she gets into situations where she feels like, you know, she's a little bit overwhelmed and she can't move forward and do what she needs to do, God, let her call on the power of the Holy Spirit. And say, come in. Come on in here, Holy Ghost. Come on in here, Holy Ghost. Cause me to move, to think, to, to be what you called me to be by the Father's instruction. And let her know that she has a connection that other folks may not have. Why? Because she has God as her Father, Jesus as her Savior, and the Holy Spirit directing her in the, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, and we give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just call on the name of Jesus, Carolyn. Just call on the name of Jesus. When you feel a little overwhelmed, when you feel a little tired, my God, by faith, by faith, reach out and touch the hem of his garment. In the spirit, you can reach out and touch and receive your healing and, your po- and the power you need to go on. You know, that woman, she needed something from, she needed to be able to go on, you know? She wanted to live and not die because she was bleeding. She was probably bled to death. But she knew. She had to get to Jesus so that she could live. Huh? My God, you got to get to Jesus to live, to live. Hallelujah. He's our everything. He's the breath of heaven. Yes, he is. Yes, Hallelujah. Well, praise God. So glad you were able to call in tonight. And um, Thank you. is there anything else? No thanks. Thank you very much. God bless you. May God continue to empower you and strengthen you as you continue. Thank you to so Lord. much. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, you have a great week. Uh, we're heading into um, Resurrection Sunday, and uh, yes. hope you have a great, great week. And 
you feel the presence. I, I don't know. Tonight, I just feel like, uh, you know, the presence mm-hmm. of God, you know. So, Lord, we thank you for that mm-hmm. presence. She's going to carry the presence of God where she goes. And yes, it will change atmospheres where she, where she yes, walks God. into, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. And change situations and circumstances for your glory. Hallelujah. Yes, All right, Sherilyn, thank you so much for calling okay. in, and we'll be talking to you later. Enjoy your week. Sure. God bless you. Thank you, and the same. Bye-bye. All right. Goodbye. Amen. God is good. That is good. Glory be to God. Move on to next caller, and uh, that's going to be 605 605- Three nine zero, and who am I speaking with, and where are you calling? Carla, Arkansas. Well, Tennessee now. <laughs> you made a transition, huh, Carla? <laughs> yeah. She transitioned, y'all, but not out of here, but to a new location. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to saying Carla, Arkansas. I forgot it didn't move. <laughs> Well, how long have you been uh, in Tennessee? Um, three months. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's pray and um, thank God for what he's doing in this new place. So, Lord, we just thank you that um, Carla has moved from Arkansas to Tennessee and that, God, you are the same God wherever she is. Why? Because Carla... Is carrying you with her. <laughs> Glory be to God. I thank you, Lord, for that you are walking with her from valley low to mountain high. My God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, as um as I as you came on, Carl. I just saw like you know like cliffs of mountains and in places of of elevation. And I don't know if that means anything particularly in what God's doing in your life, but, you know, that's what I saw, places of height and elevation. And I hear the, the word, I mean, I don't normally say that about mountains, heights, and elevation. That sounds a little, you know, you say a mountain, you know, but height and elevation in you, God is speaking. And so, Lord, I just thank you that as she has ventured through paths unknown, paths unknown, God, that you are taking her to heights and elevation. And some of it's been a path she could sense to go on, but there was some overgrowth. I just I see overgrowth. You know how sometimes when you walk in a path and, you know, you say, oh, you know, I know this is a path down here somewhere, but it's so much overgrowth. It's so much stuff trying to clutter the path that I really can't see what, you know, the clear-cut path because there's a lot of overgrowth. But even in the overgrowth, I see the greenery, the lushness of God surrounding even in the places of unknown path. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Because of that, I thank you, Lord, that development has taken place in Carla. 
strength has taken place in Carla because she had to trust you because she couldn't see the clear path. There was so much overgrowth. But because she continued to trust in you, you made a way when there seemed not to be a way. And I hear elevation and I see elevation and height. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So how are we tonight, Carla? Um, we're I'm all right. Um, I just wanted to call in, and you know, I've I've made this move to Tennessee to be closer to my son. Um, I'm in the middle of a divorce, and and you know, I've been struggling a lot. I I've been I don't know how to explain. It. I know that God is working in me in a lot of areas and changing me, and. But one thing that I've been confused about, like the church that I go to now does a lot of deliverance, you know, like every Mm -hmm. Sunday night. And one of the things that I'm really not understanding is because I know that I need some, and I think maybe I've been getting some a little bit here and there, but I don't understand why it's not coming completely. You mean as far as what you feel like you need from God or you know you need from God, you don't think it's coming quickly? Yeah, that, and, you know, like my church that I go to here has, like, propelled into the deliverance ministry. And, you know, I know I've got some things that need to be, you know, worked out and cast out and things like that. And so I just don't understand what is holding that back. You mean for your complete deliverance? Yeah, for my complete deliverance. I've been struggling a lot with a lot of things for quite a few years now, and especially with this marriage. And Okay, I think you kind of faded out on the phone. Probably didn't get everything you oh, said. So you're, you're saying that you're not getting everything you need to walk into a complete deliverance? Right. That's what, that's what it feels like. Um, you know, I've still got a lot of things you know, going on in my body health-wise and stuff. You know, I was kind of scared to make this move, but, like, you know, like you said, I went on faith, and, you know, it didn't look like it was going to happen, and then it did. And But there's just a lot of things, like, in my heart, and I just don't feel like I'm getting the deliverance that, you know, I hear people talk about getting delivered and how they're so happy and things look up for them, and, and mm. I'm not ex- Right. Well, I can understand that. Well, you know, uh, it has a lot to do with submission, I believe. You know, I I know someone personally who, I mean, I don't, I can't say, because uh, I don't know people's heart. I mean, I can only go by what I see, you know, fruit. And, um, you know, uh, they kind of have the same kind of mindset. Like, I, I guess they do. I don't know. They're always talking about deliverance and how they want a deliverance. And I, I'm I'm thinking that, well, I, we just have to be obedient. That's all I can say, Carla. When it comes to the things, right. uh, with things of deliverance, you know, like I, I keep seeing in, in my spirit mind your – you know, you walk into this place, and there's just a lot. It's like a jungle in it before you get to the elevation. It's like a, 
And, I, I mean, that's what I'm seeing. When I kept saying overgrowth, it's almost like I see height and elevation, and it wouldn't, God won't let me really, I feel like he's not releasing me to say, like, mountaintop or anything. I just hear the word height and elevation, and in the midst of it, right. you know, I saw you, like, you know, walking through, like I said, you knew it was a path there. It was just so overgrown. It was like in a jungle, like vines and growth had just overtaken the path to the point where you just couldn't even see the path, but you basically right. were understanding that path was there. So because of that, you were just determined to walk this thing out because you just believed there was a path there and that this path right. was going to take you to the next height in elevation, even though you couldn't really see the path. There was so much overgrowth. Right. There was so much stuff, you know. Yeah. And so that makes that has a lot. That's why I'm glad it does. (laughs) Like you were just walking through this jungle of stuff that just overtakes. It reminds me of like you know, like when people go to like on an expedition. And, you know, looking for something and, you know, they've got a map or somebody told them, there's a path there. But, you know, when they get there, you know, maybe they were thinking they were going to see this clear-cut path that they could walk up. But, no, when they get there, man, they got to fight through some stuff to even find the path that was once there that they were supposed to walk on because it was so much stuff, overgrown. Right. And, And so, but no, Carla. The path is there for you. The path is there, Carla. It's there. I don't care what's overgrown it. I don't care how many weeds or vines have tried to cover the path. The path is there, Carla. It's there. And you press through what. Whatever it is that you need to press through to stay on that path and to get through that jungle because the elevation and height height is available when you fight through that path. Lord, I believe that's tied into what you're talking about with deliverance because I know someone who's been fighting a path for deliverance, but they got too much stuff that they don't want to let go. They've been People have been speaking words of deliverance over them for 30 years. And the same thing that they have dealt with 30 years ago is still battling with now. And I just believe it's because just some stuff they didn't want to let go. I'm not saying that about you, but when I, but I am saying that your path of deliverance, you will have to fight through that stuff. You won't have to say, "Listen, God told me a path of deliverance was available to me, and I don't care how much overgrowth, I don't care how much junk." how much trash might be thrown over the path to keep me from seeing it, I'm going to walk this thing out by faith because I know that God is 
a deliverer. My God, he came to earth. Jesus came as our deliverer. Not only just for salvation, but he came to deliver, to set the captive free. That's what deliverance is. Setting the captive free of the vines, of the overgrowth, of the stuff, of the things that their life from being full of what Jesus wants it to be full of because they can't get through the jungle of the mess. But the path is there, Carla. It is there. Walk it out because you will be going to a place of height and elevation. Walk it out. Pull it out, everything that's hindering you. Renounce it. Kick it to the curb because you can let that devil know it has no value in my life. Didn't then, it doesn't now, it never will. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we just thank you for Carla tonight. We thank you as she continues to press through on the path of deliverance. My God, that's exactly what I was saying. A path of deliverance that you can't see really clearly. It's overgrown, but God, we thank you that by the power of God and by her willingness to submit, she's going to go to new heights and depths in you. In Jesus' name. We thank you for an advance, God. Let her rest. It's not in and through what you can do, Carla. It's what the power of God resting in you will do in and through you. The anointing of God destroys the yoke. Rest in his anointing. Rest in his presence. Don't try to do it on your own. You can't. But rest in knowing when the enemy comes and says stuff that you know that's contrary to the word of God, you just rebuke, you tell the devil, (laughs) what, what, Jesus rebuked you. Get away from me, devil. Amen. (laughs) You rise up, my God. And he, he kind of flees. His words say, we submit to God, then we can resist the devil. And he got to go. He's got to go. There's no choice. It's God's word. Right. It's his word. So I'm expecting, yes, yes, I know it's a, a fight. It's, you know, it's my God, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Mm. That's the juggle. You know, because, you know, we don't wrestle with flesh, with flesh and blood. You know, there's powers and principalities. That's what's the that's what's cover, trying to cover the path. Those are those vines and those things going over, trying to cover it up so you can't see your way out. The devil is a liar. You don't see your way out in Jesus' name. Amen. So we Amen. just speak that over her. We release it over her. And we thank you, Lord, for complete deliverance. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And I'm just glad to say to you, you know, sometimes the devil wants to paint a picture that's much larger than what actually is happening. 
So keep that in mind. Okay. Keep it in mind. I've learned that because too. nothing, yeah, nothing's too hard for God, and nothing's too big for God. But the enemy wants to come around and blow stuff all out of proportion. You know, this is like some people. You know, you know they some little thing happens and they're gonna go run with it and blow it all out of proportion. You know, just you know, try to just cause havoc. That's exactly what the devil does. He just wants to blow stuff all out of proportion when sometimes it's really not even that grand of a thing, but he wants you to think it's that horrible, that horrible, you know, it's just terrible because he has a tendency to just blow stuff all out of proportion so that he can keep us trapped. But I'm just, I just want to tell you, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. That's a trick of the enemy. Because when he blows stuff all out of proportion, that's when it's like, oh, my God, how can I ever get out of this? Shut up, devil. Sit down somewhere. We'll take a rest. But you can't rest because you do busy being a busybody. But just get up out of here, devil. I mean, he always tries to just magnify stuff. I just have a feeling that's something that he's trying to do with you. He's trying to magnify stuff. It ain't really all that big, but he's trying to just, because he knows he can make it bigger, you can be like, oh, you know, God's really rest in God, Carla. Just rest in him. God's got you. Okay. And he's got you. Thank you. Yep, he (laughs) does. Sometimes I get tired. (laughs) I get tired, too. But But you know what? Look what God has done already. Look, Just think on what God has done already. You know, you want to be closer to your son. You've come from Arkansas to Tennessee. Did God do that or what? He did. He opened the door. There you go. And that's a lot. what we have to do a lot of times. We have to think back on things that God has already done as a memorial that we can say. Wow, you know, God did that. He can do the next thing. He can clear that path of all that junk, all that overgrowth. God. And you know one thing, Carla? God is not a God that does a half job. When he starts, he finishes. Jesus hang on the cross, and he died, and he said, it is finished. Amen. He doesn't do stuff hard halfway. He completes what he starts if we just let him. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right. (laughs) Anything else? I appreciate you, and I will. Yeah, it helps. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me because I know there's been a lot of mess in my life, and, and, you know, this. This journey that I've been on has been a long time coming, but I'm I'm seeing some changes and just maybe not as fast as I want. Right. Yeah. But, you know, in the process of things like going at the speed that God wants them to go at, at he's working stuff out in us in the process yep. of it all. Yep. It's just like I have a baby, you know, and I – have you know we have a baby and you know okay the baby's on a bottle. I start giving that baby heart 
solid food after he's a week old, what's going to happen to that baby? Right? <laughs> Not be doing good. <laughs> Not be doing good. So <laughs> God works in our lives in ways because he knows what we can handle at the stage and the age of spiritually that we are in. So, uh-huh. you know, sometimes it would be discouraging if, you know, something happens at a level when we're not prepared to receive it. So God's working stuff out. Right? He's working stuff out. And we have to be patient because guess what? Carla, he knows us better than we know ourselves. Right? He knows what we can handle, what we can digest, what we can chew, and whether we still need to be drinking some milk, or we trying to go out there and get a Whopper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. And what we would probably choke to death on a Whopper when we're supposed to be sipping still on something liquid and not solid food. Right. So, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Just rest. I just Way better than I, I do, I, for I, sure. Yeah, I sense this, you know, this anxiousness about you. Just rest. Lord, thank you for peace. <laughs> thank you for her resting in you. Let the peace of God rest on her, oh gosh. And let her have sweet sleep and peace. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right, Carla, anything else in Tennessee? Carla in Tennessee? (laughs) No, there's nothing else. I sure do appreciate you, and God bless you, and you have a good night. Thank you. All right, you're welcome, and God bless you. Hope to talk to you soon. Enjoy the resurrection week. All right, thank you. I sure will. You too. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Amen. Glory be to God. You know, God is so good. I just wanna I just wanna meditate on him for a moment. I just wanna thank him for a moment. I just wanna give him glory. I just wanna give him honor. I just thank him. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Hallelujah. Let's go here to uh, 214-415. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hello, this is Barbara from Texas. Hi, Barbara from Texas. How are you tonight? Excited. Just listening. You're excited, (laughs) huh? Praise God. I think you stay. Hey, Barbara, I kind of think you stay excited. Ma'am? I think I think you kind of you live with excitement. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was gonna Uh-oh. tell you something, but I'll let you pray first. <laughs> no, you're breaking up a little bit. Okay, so I'll go ahead and pray. Okay. Bullshit yes, on. ma'am. <laughs> okay. Oh Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for. God, we thank you. Thank God for Jesus. We just thank God for Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the royal blood of 
Jesus, the royal blood of Jesus. Barbara, tonight. And Lord, I thank you for her understanding the royalty from which she is uh, connected with. The royalty of the blood of Jesus. We think of the blood, it's of the blood of Jesus, the red, the crimson blood of Jesus. But I tonight want to introduce and to uh, 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 not so much introduce because we do know of the royal blood of Jesus for your life, Barbara. The royalty of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is connected with royalty, Barbara, and you are connected to royalty. So, Lord, I thank you, Lord, as she not only understands about the saving blood of Jesus, the blood applied, the blood for healing, the blood for deliverance, the blood for salvation, the blood of royalty is running through her, and we thank you, Lord, as she elevates to a place of an understanding of royalty and how God has placed her with royalty to have access to things that royalty has access to. You know, not everybody can have access to certain things, even in the natural, but when you are royalty, you have an elevation of a a whole nother level of access to things that other folks just don't have access. To. Why? Because you're royalty. So, Lord, I thank you tonight as Barbara begins to meditate on the royalty that she's connected with that will open doors, that will give her opportunity, that will give her connection to focus in on what God has called her to do and in this season at this time because of her position with royalty by the blood of Jesus. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We give you glory and honor. I see purple and gold. I don't know more shit at Abaha. Representing the royal position she has in Christ. Because for that purpose, doors will open. Because doors open for royalty when it won't open for nothing and nobody else. Glory be to God. So let her have a, a new awareness of that with an ex expectation of that because of who she is in Christ that she can expect some doors to open for royalty that won't open for commoners. We thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are royal. What what does the word say? All of us here listening, can you hear me? Can you hear me? We are heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. My God. 
The enemy wants us to deceive. We just, you know, uh-uh. We are heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. We have access. We have access to things that the world doesn't have access to. We have royal blood running through our veins spiritually. Yes, we do. We've been bought with a price. I mean, how can we not be? He's king of kings. He's Lord of lords. How could we not be? My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, Barbara, how are you tonight? I'm just excited about what the Lord is doing for all of us and just making a declaration, a little prayer um, before you at all that my prayer is that I want um, the Lord to use my energy never to belittle but to uplift and never to devastate but to rebuild, never to misguide but to delight the way so that all of us can stand on higher ground and become the change you want to see. Those are the words that I was asking the Lord to let me live by. Let me live in your word. I said, well, I know that Prophet Randy was mentioning something by ancient. And I said, Lord, your word was here before us. You know, Mm -hmm. you are the word and you are living word. And your word brings life to us. And so, And I said, that's what your word has been in time past. It won't rot. It won't, you know, it's like a treasure to us. The word of God is true, and it's a living word of God. And so I said, God, you are the supreme judge. And so I was just praying that type of prayer and talking to him. (laughs) Not coming up with the word royalty. (laughs) Not one now? I didn't come up with the word royalty until, you know, I just heard it. And I'm like, okay. Okay, that's oh, a good so that's word. Exactly Amen. What you were thinking. Yes. Yes, yes never... and that's why I was. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, because I never really think about that. You know, I think about the blood that. You know what I'm saying? I never <laughs> really think about the royalty and what royalty really is as far as us being. I mean, we're not trying to be arrogant or anything about it, but hey, no. Jesus was, he's a king. He was, you know, king of, he's king of kings and lord of lords. We are heirs and joint heirs with him. It connects us to royalty. You know, like in the natural, when he walked the earth, you know, and they were so dismayed at the fact that he didn't come and try to set up kingdom then and right then and there and take over, you know, the Roman Empire and overthrow the government. That's, no. He, I mean, he was king. He is king. But that's not what he was. His, his kingdom was not of this world. Mm-hmm. It didn't make him, but he's still king, you know? And wow. um, that's why we don't really, I don't think about it much about, you know, I, I we say it, but mm-hmm. I don't really give much thought to the fact that I'm connected to royalty, and that you know what, the mm-hmm. enemy doesn't want us to. He wants mm-hmm. us to think that, you know, and that's why 
I believe we take on a mindset of living below our means as far as spiritually and every way and every other way because we don't understand the connection that we have with this God, this king. We've downplayed it. It's got to be downplayed. It gives us access. The enemy has to know. He doesn't want us to know that anyway. He wants us to feel like we're just some by scraping our way through. No, that's 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 not what this is about. But anyway, yeah, I don't really use that word royalty with you know, but it is the royalty's royalty. Yeah. Wow, awesome. I'm just excited about every time I hear. Um, to me, it's more like revelation. You know, you, you get yeah. a little bit here, you get a little bit there, you get a little bit here and put them all together. And I'm thinking about the reward. I'm thinking about, um, you know, um, just the different things. Uh, more like, you know, when you get reward, you the Lord has wealth and riches yes. and favor yes. and grace, you know, and, and mm-hmm. honor that would be given to his people. And I was saying the other day, I was talking to the Lord about the grace. He said, Secopedia 3 and 8, to grow in grace. And I'm like, well, okay, there's different levels of grace. That's why he said mm-hmm. the word grow. We have to grow mm. into it. And I was like, yeah. wow, oh, my God. And wow. when I start connecting the dots and putting the words together, then that's what comes out. It's just a lot of royalty. And I'm like, okay, wow. wow. It's just reward for hard work, you know. Uh, the Lord has wealth for his children, and he has things for us. And we're looking forward spiritually, you know, I'm looking into the spirit side of it for the gifts and things that he promised us, but never, ever looking for it on the earth. <laughs> you know, and right. I'm like, okay, Lord, well, yeah. that happened. You know, because it's already ours. He promised us. He gave us the, the favor he promised us, and he's a God that will not take back the things that he promised. So I'm just grateful for yeah, connecting the dots. Amen. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, just to know who we who we are connected with is just you know I don't know it 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 is really hard I mean sometimes I try to I know I can't even give it justice to try to explain this mm-hmm. experience that I have and and I am having with God because it's like carnal mindedness cannot comprehend the things of the spirit and right. it's like God. Give me the words that I could release where someone someone will understand who doesn't know you what a privilege mm-hmm. it is to be connected to you. Like what 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 compares in this world to you? I mean, people. I get the strangest looks from folks, and you know, mm-hmm. and I. I mean, they're talking. I know I don't need to be ignorant of what goes on in the world. I mean, we as Christians, we are not supposed to be like, you know, some uh, 
ostrich who buries our head in the sand somewhere and doesn't know what's going on. We need to know what's going on. But a lot of the worldly things that I have no interest in, you know, and people will bring up names of artists or, you know, different people and music and television. I don't have a clue on what they're talking about. And they don't mm-hmm. look at me like I'm a I'm an alien from another world. Well, yes, I am. I'm a very proud alien. I'm proud to be an alien from another world. I'm just habitating here right now. I'm just in visitation mm-hmm. right. I got a visa to be here for so many months and years and whatever. But yes, and they look at me like, yeah, she is from another. <laughs> She's. How come you don't know who such and such is? Why? Because that's not an interest of mine. Unless it's something that I think that's on the horizon politically or, you know, uh, you know, for my or involved with what's going on with the community. You know, I don't need to know who the latest whatever, you know, okay, I, I you know, I don't need that. I don't need that. Now look at me like I'm crazy, like, where do you live? Where are you from? Well, I ain't from here. And I plan on going back to where I came from, you know. So um, I don't know. But <laughs> I just get people giving me this weirdest looks, you know, like, oh, this woman is really out there. Well, that's the Holy Ghost that's highlighting. Either you're going <laughs> to be highlighted, you know, in a special way in the on the spiritual side or, or when they look at you strange and, you know, a lot of a lot of times that they look at me the same way, and I'm like, oh, I'm very mature, uh, you know, in the Lord because He revelates things, and then He gives us the giftings and the healing anointing, and then He gives us the mantles from heaven, and you know, He tells right. that we are a chosen race and a royal priesthood. Mm. He also yeah. said that we were a holy nation, a people of for God's own passion, possession. And so I was thinking about that, and as the Lord keep on developing our spiritual grace, you know, I was just connecting mm-hmm. the dots because he gives us the authority, he gives us the power, he gives us the strength. And so I said, well, Lord, we are ambassadors for Christ. Yes, So Lord. we, you know, even if we be acting royal, uh, you know, we I try to stay as humble as I know how, and, and <laughs> you know, but the Lord... He's dominating a matter but demanding or commanding others, you know, to do things with us and to help us and, and to be there. And that's why we have shows like PGN and Prophet Randy. And, you know, and I'm just saying, I'm just trying to explain and connect the dots that what we go through as leaders and servants of the Lord. We are just, uh, I'll just be researching the royal person. <laughs> you know, because I know who God is. I know who Jesus is. <laughs> right. You know. So right. I'm just happy to yeah. know what I know, even when I'm not understood. But you have to know the word in order to understand. Yeah. So I'm just grateful yeah. for you and others that, that helps me to connect the dots where I am. You know, and I'm asking the Lord, you know, keep revealing, keep gifting, keep revelating to me. And and when we put all these things together that he's blessed us with, I have to go back to the scripture, you know, about us being a peculiar, uh, a chosen race, the royal priesthood. I didn't write the word. I yeah. was mad at the word. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's who we are. 
you know, and I and I think, you know, I guess now that you're saying that, Barbara, I think that that's what I was sensing that the Holy Spirit was speaking and trying to release to me that you're not you're not it's almost like you're not recognizing who you are in me. You know, you're not you're not functioning the way I designed you to function so you can have access, you know, to the things that I've already paid a price for for you. Why? Because I paid a price for you to walk in this place of royalty. To access some things because it's not about you. It's about what mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. to do in and through you. Because let me tell you, when a person in position of royalty releases something, it's like we release something. Like, you know, when they talked about how the king, uh, they had these certain rings and they had a, a what do you call it, a signet ring, and they would stamp certain documents oh, yeah. with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only, only yeah. people with royalty and with authority had that, that could wow. change laws, that could change situations because they had the authority in their hands. We have mm-hmm. the authority through the blood. He paid for it with the nails that went in his hand, that Mm -hmm. made him a sacrifice for us to walk in royalty with him. So, yeah, you know, it's just a time for the body of Christ. You know, one thing about royalty, people with royalty walk with ladies. They wouldn't even have authority if they didn't have royalty. Amen. You wouldn't even have authority had you not been able to be positioned. Jesus has paid a price for us to be positioned to have authority. Because he's royalty. So uh, we've been grafted in. My God. And it's not Mm. to walk in a way to, you know, to be boastful. It's a way to walk in so that we can help people get delivered. That's what it's about. Mm. It's about walking in a place of authority so we can walk and in and release the word of God with authority so that captives will be made free. Hallelujah. You know, the king, people in places of authority, they have the authority to set captives free. If the king said, let them go, do you think the soldier has the ability to say, no, king, I'm not letting nobody go? (laughs) No. When we take our rightful place in God with the authority that he's paid the price for, that we can walk in that type of authority, we can speak things and believe that with the power of the word of God and the authority that's been given us by the royal blood of Jesus, things have to change. 
that captives must go free. Hallelujah. Wow, that's a word right there. That's a word. Jesus, thank you, thank you, Lord. Activate, Holy Ghost. Activate. Mm. Activate. Air that royalty, God. In the name of Jesus. It's already done. It's a done deal. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pay the price. You know, patiently waiting. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. And with that particular word, you know, Barbara, I think about you know what God wants to do uh, in and through you to touch other lives. That's the kind of authority and position you will need to take in certain situations where you will be you know, faced with people who don't know who they are, but you come with that place of understanding the righteousness and the word of God and the royal blood of Jesus that helps set the captives free. free. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know, he yes. doesn't give us things just, tools and our tool belt just so they can hang on the tool belt and oh look at all those tools they got you know when somebody's building something or is making something you know they take out whatever they need or whatever tool is in the tool belt to do what's necessary to get the job done so God is always letting us know you got that tool in your belt use that one this time that's right. You got that tool in your belt. It's time to take that one out and use that now. You know, different jobs require different tools. Yeah. Different situations require different spiritual tools. And God mm-hmm. wants us to have a belt full and not just walk around trying to look like, hey, look at look what's in my spiritual belt here. Look, I got this over here. Well, what you doing with it? Mm-hmm. Are you using it? Oh, God. I don't know. We're going all over the place here tonight. Well, that's, but you didn't know that that's my prayer today. I prayed that today. And I hadn't told anyone that. Did you hear what I just said, that. Barbara? Barbara, did you hear what I yes. said? I said, Barbara, you need to stop. <laughs> but you, you didn't know that I prayed that today. I've been praying I that know, prayer for I two know. days. For two know, days about my tools. Messing with you because Barbara, you've got this all worked up. You started this, Barbara. You prayed it, sister. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even know. The Lord knows the secret things in your heart, and you pulled it out. (sighs) The Lord used you to pull it on out. And and see, and I have been telling the Lord, now you want me to do a job. And I told him, I said, I saw those big tools were like you work on an 18-wheeler, those big tools. And I told the <laughs> Lord, I said, I have all these tools. And I said, you told us to cast out devil, heal the sick, raise the dead, and set the captive free and, and, and do this healing and all that. I said, but I want to be able to look at that devil and say, uh, uh, come out. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I don't have I to pray in right. the name of Jesus because he wouldn't have never equipped me. So I'm already working in his name. I'm already qualified in his name 
We, you know, because you know how we go, in the name of Jesus, da-da-da-da-da. God, I said, and he won't come out. I said, no, I'm looking at you eye to eye, and you're going to come out because I have that authority. You know my name. Then you know you ought to run from me. If you're the devil, you ought to take out running. I so guess what? Right. I'm going I'm to meet you eye to eye and tell you what the Lord told me to tell you. Now come out yes. and, and say the Lord under our feet. So if we have that authority, Jesus. we need to exercise it, not criticize Amen. and put something down. But you need to speak to go. the mountain. Amen. Uh, you know, Glory. some people kind of, you know, you can be too religious, but I, I'm the type that I came from the old days, and I know what the word said. He said that this word is life. Yes. And he <laughs> made it to become Jesus. God made yes. it to what he wanted it to be because he's God. So there you go. Jesus. And he's all of that Amen. and some more, and I, I hold him accountable for his word. Because he holds us accountable to do what he told us to do and to be obedient. Yes. And I yes. said, Lord, I've yes. silenced the lips so long that they really probably think I'm awkward or, or off. <laughs> Let me stop. Yes. But I, I said, Lord, I, I'm not going to say anything because I know that that shows the maturity where you are in the word. And I said, God, I need yes. you to revelate. Let them pull it out. That's That's the purpose of calling in. To heal, deliver, set the cap, and do all of that and heal. I said, Lord, I have 11 yes. grandchildren, and I want to make sure mm-hmm. they're covered because you say you are our shepherd, and thou shall not want. Yes. So cover yes. them. And, and, and I, I said, keep them covered because we're not, I'm, I want to pray for not just my children, but I have grandchildren, and I need to pray for their yes. children and their children. That's, yes. that's for the whole network. This is for the nation. <laughs> We're Amen. praying for the nation. One son, and we're under the, the blood of Jesus. We're praying yes. for a holy nation, a people that yes. God's own possession. So I'm just saying, but don't, don't get me started, Amen. woman of God. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I said, Barbara. You pulled it out. You know. <laughs> yeah, now you doing all of this, Barbara. <laughs> you started oh, this, Lord. Barbara. Well, you, I'll take the blame because when when if I don't take the blame, then I can't be set in the right position to take my rightful place. And so when Amen. all that goes on, then they're preparing you to be in that position in order to take your rightful mm-hmm. place and, and yep. do what the Lord says do. So I'm just that's grateful. Right. I'm grateful because they're not fighting. They're fighting the God that's in you. You're just a body or a shell that he has to use. That's it. That's it. And that's what we have to remember. You know, in spite of yeah. what, you know, uh, people are saying, we, we, we know that we are just being obedient to what the Spirit of God is doing and saying. You know, it's not about me. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and when the enemy comes at you and people, you know, just realize, hey, don't take it personal. You know, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's not really about you anyway. It's about... I look at it a lot of times that people come against me about things when I'm talking about the things of God. They, um, they're they coming against God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not coming against me. They think they are. And that's the danger of it all. Mm-hmm. When they are mm-hmm. ignorantly coming against someone who's on assignment by God. Yeah. Thank you. They don't even know mm. They don't even know what they're doing. Mm-mm. They don't even 
because I'm somebody, but because of who God is. Because I'm nothing, you know, and I'm, I'm that's nothing. fine with me. Be right. I'm nothing, nothing, but this is, but if God is, this is his business and his baby, you better buy, you better watch how you're touching it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so, that baby. That's that baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used, I used a pair of a rubber band. You know, you know how they stretch the truth while trying to hold something together, and running away mm-hmm. from the the relationship you have with the Lord, and then you'll leave and you come back, but coming right back again, someone is testing you to to the breaking point and stretching you to your full potential and the Lord put us here for a purpose and we have to finish that purpose he has to find someone that will be bold in the word of God and tell the mm-hmm. truth Yeah, and we're going to be yeah. stretched stretching the truth we're going to be yeah. to the capacity of breaking point but you're just you're just really getting me in that position to where I can go forth and I thank the Lord mm-hmm. for that how yeah, we come yeah. to help so, one another and build each other up. Yes. Yeah. So um, we just keep doing what God has assigned us to do, and that God's going to take care of what's, what's his. He's going to take care yes. of what is his. That's all we have to know is that God will take care of what is his. So we don't have to worry about that. You know. No, we don't. We don't. We just be obedient to do what he's assigned us to do. Yeah? yeah. All right. Well, I'm so well, glad that, you. you know, because I was like, Barbara, I said, okay, you started all of this. You, you, you've you been talking to the Father. And <laughs> I've been in the faith of the Father. <laughs> yes, you've been in the faith of the Father. There you go. All right. Anything yeah. in particular, anything else, um, Barbara? I just. Uh, well, um, I would like I said, I didn't really want to uh, say too much on Barbara, but I wanted to just cover and pray for the grandchildren and the new ones and blog talk babies and, and ponies and uh, babies. <laughs> you know, I love animals, so I know Pastor Reddy would tell me about the baby horse. We got a baby blog yeah, talk I know, animal. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 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 and I got and I know a lady that I pray for all the time. She has her cow. She has seventy seven animals, and she has all kind. And I I'm always praying with her for her animals, <laughs> or her oh, baby right. cows. And if she has to get out there and help deliver and in the cold oh. and try to keep them warm, and I'm like, Lord, give her supernatural strength, God, for these babies. Yes, all her children. Yes, you know I call them her children. <laughs> so, <That's you. laughs> You know, her well, children grown, so she called it. She got to feed them, so. It, hey, yes, you, know, you got to feed them. They might as well be your children. <laughs> you got to feed them. They're your children, so. Well, Father God, feed her, baby. thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we just thank you, Lord, because we know all of this uh, is important to you. I mean, you talk about the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. And, Lord, we are your children, and you're concerned about everything that's concerning us and even the creation that you make. So, God, we pray over our children, our children's children. And, Lord, until Jesus, and I understand this because I was feeling this in my heart, let me just deposit something. 
of my grandchildren that will let them know that you are a God who is heal and you deliver and you set free. If they ever get in a situation where it looks like it's impossible, let them look to the God who all things are made possible because of the blood of Jesus. So, Lord, tonight we lift up our families. We lift up the blog talk families. We lift up things that are connected to them, things that they own, things that are their They're creatures that you have given them authority to rule and take care of. So, Lord, we thank you tonight, and we believe that you are a God who is faithful. And those who are in covenant relationship with, you are in covenant with them. And what's in connect, that being connected and is connected to them. So, Lord, we thank you for being a covenant-keeping God. Tonight, we lift things up before you, and we ask, God, that we walk in a manner that is pleasing in your sight, that you will remember us. Lord, I'm reading that book, um, Force of Heaven, and there is a prayer in that, there that mentions about we can bring before the Father the things that, not like he has a mind that he doesn't know, but that we can be mm-hmm. Remind him of us and what we are to him. And it mm. touches the heart of God. So tonight we do that. And we thank you, God, that we count it all joy when we go through. When our families are, are experiencing things, we can pray them through and believe that you are a God that is faithful and you're the same today as you were yesterday and you will be that way forever. We thank you and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, you have a great week, and and I want to also thank God for our spiritual parents, uh, Randy and Julie, I thank God for them, and yes. I just hold them up in yes. prayer as well. So I thank God for the whole yes. family. Thank you. Amen. Well, God, is, God is faithful, and you have a blessed week, Barbara. Look forward to talking to you next you time. Too. Thank you. Blessings. Bye. All right. All right. Good night. Amen. Let me just make sure my phone, it looks like it was, I don't know what's wrong with this phone. It looks like it's about to go out, but. I've got it connected again. We got lots of callers remaining, so let's clear with this phone. All right, let's go to our next caller. Let's see, it's three two one two three zero. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Angelique calling from New York. Angelique calling from New York. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am doing good. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking. All right. Well, let's pray for you. Lord, we just thank you for Anjali. We thank you, Lord, that you've given her a voice, a voice to speak, a voice to release things that, Lord, that are in her 
heart that you may may have, I don't know, prompted her to say, and she's had reservations about being a mouthpiece for you. I see a mic, and so that just lets me know that you've been given a voice. And when you when I see a mic, not okay. So a mic, we can speak with our regular voice, and you know it'll it'll take you to a certain distance where people can hear you, you know, in our natural voice and we release things and people can hear us. But when we have a microphone, the microphone gives us an expansion of an audience. So it's like I sense that what you, what God would have you release, what God would have you say, he's going to give you an audience to hear it. And um, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to even try to delve into that. But, Lord, we just thank you for um, showing us this. And, Lord, as the days continue, may you release into her spirit, uh, if she doesn't already know. Uh, She may, she may not. But release into her spirit uh, confirmation of how you want to use her in this season, at this time. For your glory. And I just give God the glory and honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Angeline, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's something you said that because I I feel like you told me something similar to that, like maybe like a year ago. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? You asked me, like, are you a guest speaker? Are you? And then you said you seen a mic, and then, and I was telling you that I um wanted to possibly start a podcast. Oh really? But, um, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh my god! I all of a sudden saw a mic, you know, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing!" <laughs> and you know, it's funny that you would say it was like maybe a year ago. I don't mm-hmm. even have a clue. So it's almost like that's your confirmation. Yeah. I don't even have a clue. Oh, my God. That <laughs> is amazing. Wow. I tell you, the Holy Ghost is real. That is mm-hmm. amazing because, you know, when you came on, Anjali, I'm thinking, have I ever talked to her? I'm thinking to myself. I wonder if I've ever talked to her before, because, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And then you're saying, oh, like, oh, a year ago? And I'm thinking, okay. And all I saw was, like, a picture of this mic. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, maybe that's, like, a confirmation for you. I mean, it's like, wow. I don't have a clue. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, we spoke before, but I moved back to New York. I used to cough in Florida, so. I mean, yeah, tell me something. That's not a Christian song, but I remember those words, like, tell me something good. No, no. Remember that song? You're probably too young for that one. I, I think that well, was I remember. Shaka Khan or somebody. Tell me something good. Yeah, young. Well, any, come on, yeah. Go ahead, tell me something good. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
have the last time I spoke to you, a lot of good things are happening. I'm kind of getting settled in back in New York. And I feel like all things are just well. Before it was a little like all over the place, but things are coming together. And I was, I'm standing out. I have my own place now that I'm moving in. I just got the keys. Um, was it yesterday? The day before yesterday. So yeah, mm-hmm. things are going. I'm just praying and believing God for a car now. But everything else, hey. all is going well. Hey, he's going to do it. I mean, God's going to do whatever he has to do to get you taken care of and get you what you need. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That's real funny, too, about the whole mic thing because it brought my mind to about a situation with, with my son. So about 10, um, maybe... I don't know, more than 10 years ago. Um, I think it's been more than 10 years ago. I was in a meeting, and I'd never been to this place. So some people that I knew, they invited me to go to, like, this service in another town. And um, mm-hmm. about maybe, I don't know, about 30, 40 minutes away, I live in southeast Georgia. So, man, we got towns and <laughs> counties. You go 15 minutes, you're in another county. That's another story. But anyway, um, so I went to this other town, and I, I didn't know these people. So, you know, they had this prophetic thing going on. So I'm just, like, sitting there, and then they getting ready to leave, and they say, well, we all do the circle prayer thing. So I was like, okay. So, you know, you go in a circle, and then these people pray, you know, they pray on you and over you, and each one, they may be given a word of knowledge or prophecy for you. So I was in this circle. I know I know these people. I've never seen these people before. And so she said to me, she says, you, she says, you have a son, and he is, he has a gift. He has musical ability. And she said, and God wants to use him in worship. And she says, you will be a part of it. So immediately I knew who she was talking about. I mean, she didn't know me from anybody. She never, she didn't know me. How did she know she, I even had a son? And, but true enough, he, he was into music and stuff. And then he got into music and he started playing. He made, you know, like he had a little studio set up in the house and he had people coming over and they were doing recordings and stuff like that. But he wasn't doing Christian music. And so, mm-hmm. um, I kind of mentioned it to him, and I was like, damn, this lady, she talked about you. And she talked about, she said, now, when you all do this music, she said, because you're going to be on it. I'm like, really? Not that. And she says, I, she says, I, 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 she says, I think I'm going to hear about it or something. She said, I don't know. But anyway, of course, he started making other music. But so funny, he, he, we went to a, something to do with the church yesterday, and this guy who's like um, that I've known, uh, from the church And they left the church and came back He's like in heavy metal Like he was in heavy metal rock So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he told my He told me He said your son He does um, He does like music right And I was like yeah He was like well He says I've heard some of his stuff He said And you know I want to do work He says I want to do music for the Lord and he says, I got a band. And he says, can I, he says, how do I get in touch with him? 
And I'm thinking, I said, well, he says, but he says, but I want to do Christian music now. I was like, really? And so it's so interesting because not too long ago, a situation happened where my son said he was putting music down for a while because it was, you know, he was putting it down. But it's so funny that now that, you know, he's had a revelation of some things that God would like, look like he's trying to connect him to this other guy who's into this mm-hmm. music, and he's, he's this guy has realized, he's older, much older than him, he has realized that that's not what I need to be doing with my life as far as music. I need to be giving this to the Lord. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, is this something that would come to pass? So it's like mm-hmm. with you, I'm thinking, sometimes we just, we don't know what God is doing. It may be something that will happen immediately. Because I'm talking about 15 years ago, maybe 10, 15 years ago, this word came forth about him with music. And now I'm believing God's going to do something that's going to bring him right into the place that he wants him to do music and how he wants him to do it for him. So even though you this word has come and we may not have a clue of what God is talking about, we don't know how God's going to do it. We don't know when he's going to do it, but we just... Walk in faith, believing that when the time is right, when, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, when it's our time, nothing can stop it. When it's our time, mm-hmm. things will fall in place because God has a perfect timing for what he wants to come to pass in our life. So, Lord, we just thank you tonight that whatever it is that you have for her, that it will come to pass at the appointed time, and she won't miss it. She won't miss it. Because just as Jesus was able to dodge the crowds that wanted to get rid of him years be- a year or two before he was sent to the cross, when the time came for him to go to the cross to pay the price, to be the sacrifice that he was sent here on earth, to be. Nothing could stop it. Nothing could stop the plan of God. It wasn't, couldn't come too early, and it's not going to come too late. It's going to come right on time. So we thank you for that tonight, for Anjali, that her calling, her destiny, what you have placed her to do here on earth for your glory will come to pass right on time. She doesn't have to fret about it, be anxious about it, be concerned about it, because she's given it to God, and it will happen at the appointed time. So we just thank you for that. We glorify your name for that. We lift you up, and we magnify you for being God, a God who is always right on and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Just wait on it. Hallelujah. Just wait on it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know what? And it's exciting sometimes. I mean, sometimes we think, oh, I got to wait on something. You know what? There is an excitement with expectation when we wait. 
Like when a mother, she's bringing forth her child, there's an expectation of that baby coming and an excitement. And that's what we need to be about what God is doing in and through us, that when the appointed time for us to deliver that thing, it's going to be, woo, we're going to be, man, just think about the excitement and the joy of bringing forth what God has for us. And we can just rest in that thing until the appointed time. And so rest in it, Anjali, and expect God to move on it right when it's time. When I mean, like I said, I didn't have a clue. I didn't know I said that to you. I don't even remember. But that is amazing. Yes. Yes, it is. Thank God. Absolutely. Yes. So, and, and let me t- let me ask you. Now, you said something earlier about a podcast. Well, what's what's that? Did you were you thinking about that or something? Yeah, I was. I just didn't know like what I like how it was gonna start or what exactly. I know I had some ideas in mind, but it was something I've wanted to do for a while. Wow. Well. I believe it's part of your your destiny, a part of what you've been assigned here to do. I mean, a lot of times we think of things and we think it's just our own imagination, but it's something uh, that God obviously must have placed in you because, I mean, he's had this thing come forth twice mm-hmm. for you not to, you know, forget it. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't have a clue. What? I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's amazing. I'm always amazed at God. I am just clearly and truly amazed at God. I mean, he keeps amazing me. <laughs> he just, I'm, I'm serious. He is one amazing God. I'm like, it's, yeah. it, it, it's so awesome, and you want to tell people about, it's like, this God that I know, you may think he's just words on a page that somebody dreamed up and don't even, you don't even believe the word of God is true, you don't need, but if you ever became acquainted with him, your mm-hmm. life will never be the same again. Mm-hmm. It will change forever. This truly, awesomely, amazing God. Wow. 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 We're just little specks here on earth. How is it that he is mindful? That blows my mind. You know, the billions of people that are on planet Earth and a a creator God made us, and he's mindful of the speck of dirt. My God. My God. So awesome. So amazing. Hallelujah, that just blows me away. All right, Anjali, is there anything else, or I'll get carried away here? <laughs> just yeah. as I was saying, I was praying and believing God for a car. 
I mean, it's been um, quite like I've been doing like a lot of Uber. I've been a lot of money a week. I'm, just, I'm, you know, thankful and grateful that I'm able to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm just waiting on. Okay. So, maybe if you can pray. Yeah, sure. I'll pray for that. I will be happy to pray for that. You know, yeah. and it's funny you say that because I was I had been in that position one time where. I was waiting on God to give me a car. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one day, my son, because I was kind of content, you know, because he was here with me at the time, and he had a car, and, you know, he was just such a good kid. He always would let me, you know, like, Mom, you can just use the car. You know, just drop me off at work, and, you know, um, or I'll just come get you, or you can just use the car. Don't worry about it. And then... um one day I couldn't get him, and then I ended up having to work, walk to work. So mm-hmm. God said, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean, God? He says, what are you doing? Do you not have faith enough to believe that I can give you your own car? I said, well, sure, but I mean, he says, so go get a car this weekend. What? What? Go get a car this weekend? Uh, I'm a little concerned about that. Uh, but he was like, uh, do I look concerned? Do you think I would tell you to go get something that I, you know, wouldn't allow you to have? Well, you know, why would I do that? So out of obedience, I just got up that weekend and Saturday, and I just went looking for me a car. And guess what? Wow. By the end of the day, I ended up at a, a place. I mean, it was just the way, I'm not even going into details, how I ended up two hours away, almost two hours away from where I live. Mm-hmm. And I went over there looking at something else, and God directed me. I called a friend, and she had just gotten a car, and I asked her, and she says, where are you? And I told her, and she went online and looked up something for me, and she says, there's a car such and such and such. And I was 15 minutes away from the car, two hours away, and she was able to pinpoint the place. I went there at 7, I think at 6.30. I drove out of the dealership at 7.30 with a car. Wow. Because God said, put action to your faith. Just get on out there and go and go get a car. Just go get a car. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I was not in position to get a car. I didn't think mm-hmm. I was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was telling, I, I, was, I was not walking in faith. So with that, I'll just say walk in faith and go look for your car. Mm-hmm. Just start looking for your car. I mean, that's what I, I mean. I just, you know, I was amazed, and mm-hmm. I, I just got up and, and I mean, as I drove, I mean, God was directing me as I was two hours away, you know, and He just, you know, just started being in tune to what God is speaking to you, and two hours away. I'm thinking I go to look at something else, and I'm like, this ain't, this is not the car. It was broken down. This man was trying to sell me this piece of, piece of junk. And I said, I have mm-hmm. driven two hours away, but it was like God had to get me over on that side of the state so that I could come to the blessing that he had for me. Wow. And I came back home with what I, because, I mean, I got a little disappointed when I went over and saw, and I was like, no, that's not it. It's like, God, I know you haven't led me two hours away from my home when I can look for cars in my area just so that 
I could see this piece of junk. I'm not going home, excuse me. I'm not going home without, I just know I heard you. I'm not going home without it, without what you said you're going to give me. I called a friend and she directed me. When I called her, I was 10 to 15 minutes away from the parking lot of the dealership that two hours away from my house. I'm calling her. She says, where are you? I'm in Warner Robins. Warner Robins. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that. Uh, she says, there's a dealership. I see this car. I just go look at it. 15 minutes from when I called her. Rode over there and rode out an hour with the car. Wow. Go look for a vehicle. Go look for it. Yeah, I Yep. And ask God to show you and to direct you. Because if you need transportation, you need transportation. And God has a way of opening up the door to take care of what you need. And I was thinking, I don't, I'm not going to be able to make the payments because I got other stuff I need to take care of. I've never missed the payment. I've never been late. And I'm believing soon I'm just going to pay the rest of the little money off, and it, it, it's going to be done. It's going to be a done deal. Somebody's going to bless me. Ah, somebody's going to bless me with everything I need to take care of everything I've got to have because I've got stuff to do for the kingdom of God, and it, it's time. It's time. I call it forth. And I know, there's, I know that for a fact because actually somebody called me or text me and said, but they were trying to play a game, and I don't really think they need to be playing games with God because that's a dangerous place to be in. They said, God said, there's something, what is it that you need? Well, I think they're really trying to play a game. I know this person, so. Uh, so I said, well, whatever God shows you that you need to do, you need to do it. So then they got smart with me, and I'm thinking, why are you getting smart with me? You text me and ask me, what is it are you in need of, you know? So I'm saying, I mean, because there's a lot of things I could use, you know what I'm saying? So, well, whatever God's showing you to assist me with, do it. Well, they didn't like that answer because actually they're playing the game. But I do believe that God is saying to this person to release, to release something, finances to me. And they have, and so that was a week ago. And I haven't heard from him since. So if God was telling you to do something for me financially and you know it and I'm telling you do what God has shown you to do and you're not doing it, you're walking in a dangerous place right there, buddy, because I didn't ask for anything you said God said. So I believe the money for whatever I need to take care of whatever God is assigning me to take care of it's going to be released to me because I've got stuff I need to do for the kingdom of God. And i got stuff I need to take care of me about. You know what I'm saying? Because I am his child, and he's concerned about my well-being. So just know that if God wants you to have something, go out there and get it. He will make a way. He will open up a door for you. And it, it don't, I mean, I'm not saying just go get something. I'm just saying, I'm telling you to be led by the Spirit of God 
and where the Spirit of God leads you and guides you, he will supply and take care of it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You are welcome. And I'm glad I was able to talk to you, and I'm just really excited about what God's going to do because he is speaking to you. He really is. All right, Anjali, Mm -hmm. anything else? No, thank you. God bless you. You have a good night. Let's move on to the next one. All right, call. you too. All right, you thank have you. a great one too. Enjoy. You too. All right, bye. Amen. Glory be to God. Oh. I don't know. God is just amazing. Let's go to seven zero four four nine two. Who am I speaking with? And where are you calling from? Hello, 704-492, are you there? I may have put some people to sleep. It's 1230, almost 1230 Eastern Standard Time. 704-492, can you hear me? I don't hear anything. Let me click off and come back on and try this again. Seven zero four four nine two. This is Angela Joy. Are you there? Quiet, y'all. Father, we just thank you for seven zero four four nine two. Thank you for the fetters that are being broken. In Jesus' name, the yokes have been broken off. Thank you. I've got to come back in just a bit. Let's go on to Astros here. Let's go to 915 929. 915 929, are you there? Hello, it's me, Carmen. God bless you. How are you? Oh, just dropped the box to say hello. <laughs> well, thank you for saying hello. That's awesome. <laughs> For you to say hello. <laughs> Wonderful. How are, so you? how are you tonight? I'm doing good. Very good. Good. Good, good, good. Well, it's good to hear your voice. I never really hear anybody since I'm so, you know, I work from like, uh, I work 10-hour days, four days a week. So I work like five to, I'm sorry, 12 noon to 5 p.m., then I'm off three hours, and I come back, and I work from 8 until 1 a.m., so I never really get to see or hear anybody's shows or anything, so praise (laughs) God. I hear you. Glad you called in. (laughs) Glad you called in. Well, let's pray for you, Carmen, and then you can say something, release something, talk about something. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lord, we just thank you for Carmen tonight. I thank you, Lord, for uh, I see like a mm, water, like a water brook, and it, it's running water. It, it's not still. It's not stagnant. It is running. It's free-flowing. And it is making a path into uh, like just Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful territory. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she is a, almost as to say, Carmen, it's like you. It's like you. It's who you are. 
It's who you are, forever flowing, forever um, just a richness of uh, a free flow of the things of God flowing in your life and outpouring into places that God is watering, hallelujah. He's watering things. He's watering people. He's watering your life, Carmen. He's watering your life with his presence. He's watering your life with the water that will leave men not wanting to thirst anymore. Hallelujah. It's flowing in and through you, and it's carving and paving a way, and I see no end in the name of Jesus. The free-flowing full of the Holy Ghost power, the water that God will just release in and through you that will give men drink that they will thirst no more. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. And, Lord, I don't even see an end to the vastness of what God is doing and the fertile ground that he is watering because of the free flow and that you have allowed it to flow flow freely in and through your life. No end. Let it flow. And, Lord, we thank you that greenery, new growth, new life, and things that are uh, in need of the nourishment and the refreshing will flow freely from her for the nourishment of the pastures that you're going to place her in. Green pastures, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, how are we tonight? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, Just paying attention to... uh, what Prophet Randy's been um, preaching, um, you know, he gives us, you know, bits here and bits there, and you have to pay attention closely mm-hmm. to what he's giving you because uh, even through what he says, um, you know, he's speaking what God is giving him, and so it's for us, and we need to pay attention to that. And also as people come into the different shows, God gives them what they need um, you know, to confirm what they are hearing already. And so, mm-hmm. um, but we got to get into the word and listen to what God is saying. And he'll confirm through what we hear um, in the, uh, what we hear on PGN, you know, God uses us, uses Prophet Randy to just confirm those words to people. And so mm-hmm. it is exciting um, when, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I just get all excited. Like, oh, that's what God was telling me. <laughs> and so that that um, I'm like a, like a little kid, you know. Oh, God, you were telling me that already, you know. <laughs> I know. I get immature, I a little immature there. <laughs> that's okay. And so, um, but I get excited. I'm like, oh, but you know, we're so different from each other that God will give. The perspective, just like in the Bible, when you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they saw a lot of times the same things, but they they saw it with their perspective, and so yeah, each one of us touches different people, and so um, that's 
what's so wonderful about it that, you know, God, God isn't uh, uh, the same old, same old. He's the, he is so varied, but he can say the same thing in different ways. And so it's like, uh, like going into an ice cream shop and you're having all these flavors. They're so delicious. <laughs> so yes. um, we enjoy that. We enjoy that. And, you know, I always have those analogies. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it, and I hope everybody else is. And uh, how you been? Um, I just dropped by to say hello, because if not, we won't hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I was thinking about that the other and, – and something about your voice, you know, when you're – I'm hearing you now. And as you talk, I keep seeing that water, and then I, I heard the – I didn't say the word, but I heard the word bubbling up, like – and now I'm hearing your voice. It was like that water was like bubbling up, like it's 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 flowing, and there's some like rocks and stuff in the stream that's causing you it's the water to bubbling up. And then I saw that as representation of you, not so much what you know as what God is doing, of course, but I saw it as you. And as I talked to you, I just sensed a bubbling up of the presence of God the bubbling up of the joy of God, the bubbling up of, of, of who he is to you, the bubbling up of, of the manifestations of what he's going to do in and through you so that you can, I mean, it's almost like you just get so excited about the God yeah. that you serve that there's a bubbling, there's a bubbling up, you know. It's refreshing. Not only does it refresh other people, Carmen, it refreshes you. Because that is yes. who you are, and that's what I saw. That's why I said I didn't, you know, something God was doing. I saw it as you, and then as you begin to talk, then I could identify like what, and then yeah, that's what I saw. You talking, what you're saying now is it's a it's a it's alive. It's bubbling. It's moving. It's flowing. It's releasing, and so yeah, so um. But no, you don't hear from me because I'll, I work and I do love my hours. I mean, <laughs> I do. Yeah, love there's my some hours. people that like those hours. I'm yeah, because well, <laughs> oh, well, I've always been a night owl. So you know, I've always been a person who stayed up late. So if I'm not uh-huh. working, I'm going to be up to midnight anyway. So I work until one a.m. And then I started at 12. It just, well, it's gotten, I used to start at 2. So 12 is a little early for me because usually if I do get off work at 1 a.m., I don't get to sleep until about 2 or 3. And then, of course, as soon as I get up, you know, around 10, I'm I'm on the phone at noon. So I don't get to do a whole much, a whole lot before I start work. But then I do have, like, because I do 10-hour days. I do three 10-hour, I mean, four 10-hour days now so I can have three days off. So now I'm off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But once we get into busy season, they'll end up having they'll take some of my, you know, my days off. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and then I go back to work. I'm off between uh, five and eight, and then so my grandkids, a lot of them, they're like doing different activities and sports. So between five and eight, I can go see them play a baseball game, or we can go get something to eat, or just oh, kind nice. of hang out. Yeah, and then I go back to work at 8, and I work to 1 a.m., so I couldn't sit, like, straight through a 10-hour shift. So, yeah, um, 
you know, that I didn't do it. I but do. I'll I'll do it this mm-hmm. way because it's great having a three day week every weekend. You know, every weekend I have a three days. So yeah, Friday, your body's Saturday, used Sunday. to it, huh? Yeah. yeah, you got to so, get used to that in order to like yeah, it. Um, yeah, no. yeah. I, I'm not one. I, I don't. I don't like my. I'm an early bird. I like to get up early and, oh, okay. and accomplish much. I go uh, get up with the sun and go down with the sun. So yeah, uh, yeah. I can I can understand that. I I've never been able to do that unless I have to. <laughs> I have to. Well, when yeah, when you have babies. <laughs> what now? When you have babies, you know when um, those years oh, yeah. that I had babies, that I it was yeah. forced. So I did what I had to do. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you do what you have to do. So I, when I, um, but even when I used to have to be to work at like seven or eight, I still was up to like eleven or twelve. So I'm telling you, that I I'm just a night person. But yeah, you guys won't be hearing much from me during the week. <laughs> well, I'm glad I, I dropped by and said hello and visit for a I'm while. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you <laughs> did, and I'm so glad you're you're um, listening. And God, God is just awesome, though, how He's brought us all here to be a part of what God is doing with PGN. You know, yeah. it's just an amazing, an amazing experience and an amazing journey. So, it encourages everybody. Yeah, you know, my thoughts are is that maybe one day we will all get to see each other face to face. Well, but we're in the spirit together. So, I mean, whether yes, we, we do are. or we don't, we're, we are in the spirit together. And it's almost like yes, we, we, we know each other, you know. We all know, know each other in the spirit, and that's what counts. That's what that's counts. That's what really, really counts. And I'm so glad yeah. to be um, privileged to be a part of it and to get to hang out with you all in some sort of way or another. I need to remember to go back because I know I see that Prophet Randy is sending information about what different things, you know, the shows are, and I just need to have the time to go back and listen to them. That's what I need But he to does do. repeat them. That's long. why he repeats himself so much. He repeats things again and again, and we might, you know, but, you know, we need to pay attention to that. Because even when he repeats, sometimes there's something new in there, and so. But he yeah. he always repeats it. He always repeats it on every show. He'll and it sounds, you know, for some people that are always listening, it sounds, you okay. know, well, we're hearing this again. No, but there's other people that need to hear it and can't be uh, on like you. You know, you're on your late shift, right? And some, uh, you know, other people have different shifts and different things that they have to do. So he understands that, and so that's why he repeats. He repeats, and that's good because that's what, um, as a teacher, you you repeat. As a mother, you repeat. As a father, you repeat. So it's good. And God repeats. God tells us things over and over again. <laughs> so we yes, can get it. The thing it. of it so is, it. if we don't get it right, we're going to keep doing it and have to do it over and over again. Well, well, we're hopefully not. <laughs> Um, being that we're so together, we're going to be able to to um, uh, hear that and hear that through other people also repeating it and saying it in different ways. So 
Um, I'm I'm trusting the Lord that hey, He's He's got us. He's got us, and He He knows when we have to to listen. Because I mean, you could be on and you could fall asleep sometimes, you know, because you can't be up so many hours. You can't yeah. be up so many yeah. hours. So that's what the archives are for. You can listen to that yeah. during the day when you don't have something else to do. You listen to that. I do that. And, you know, I'm walking around the house. I'm doing whatever. I'm listening. You know, not all the time. Yeah. But when I when I can, there's a, a limit to my time. But um, but that's why he repeats. Amen. <laughs> well, that's, and that's good. I'm glad, you know. And that's amazing because God knows exactly what he needs to do to get what get out what he wants us to know. Um, so, yeah, thanks for sharing that. Is there something? Um, there have been to... questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, people have been asking questions. During the week, if you have your question, write them down so that you can ask them during his show because there's some questions that are rising up and he ha- doesn't have the answer for. And then, um, you know, because of uh, the bank, um, that's been the latest thing that we've uh, he's oh, been yeah, talking about. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know about those. Be safe with what you have. And um, there is a bank that he has been mentioning. Um, it's called Old Glory, and it's located mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. And so there's um, people like, uh, I forget his name, Carl. They're people, you know, very intelligent people. Uh, Huckabee, he had some certain people on his show. Um, if you just um, look Old Glory Bank, you're going to see commercials uh-huh. on YouTube of people talking about the bank. And so uh-huh. once you see that, if you want, you can click on it and then uh, give your inform- information. And when they're ready, because there's so many people that want to get on on that, um, uh, th- then they get you on a list. But the list is long and, and it takes a while. So I would, you know, make sure that I get into that information and find out all about that. Because um, as we've known, um, there's been issues with a a bank. And so God has been showing Prophet Randy certain things about the bank system and and other systems. And so he's been telling us that as time goes by, he's going to be preparing us to listen to, you know, this is what's going on. This is what you need to prepare yourself with. And so when he says, go now, you got to get out. He, he's telling us to get out of certain systems, but he's talking to us. He's repeating it. He's showing us. And so we have to be in tune to what he's saying and be prayerful because God can lead you to do something in a certain way to get out. And so this is just one of the banks, you know, that um, that they support believers, um, not like other banks that, you know, they, they can shut you down and not let you. Um, have your money and so um, that takes time time to get knowledgeable about those things so uh, we recommend and I hear it in his voice there's an an increase in in the way that he's saying things it's very different I know I'm noticing that and so we need to pay attention to that we really do because we don't want anyone being left behind in the sense that they didn't do, and they they listened, but they didn't do anything, and then they're going to need the help later on because they didn't listen to what God was telling them. And so we have to be prayerful. God will confirm everything to you. Uh, so we have to, in everything wow. we do, we have to be prayerful. 
Not just because someone says it, God will confirm it. Whatever Prophet Randy, if he, he says something, pray about it and let God confirm it to you and show you the way. It'll click. It'll start clicking to you. But you, in everything we do, we have to be prayerful. And so um, wow, he's preparing the way. There's a lot of things that are happening and people don't realize they're happening right under our nose. I mean, I get tired of listening to the news and all the stuff that's going on. But we have to right. pay attention. Yeah, we have to pay attention. And please pray for Texas. Um, there's been a lot of tornadoes in Texas and, oh, yeah. and Oklahoma mm-hmm. and uh, Mississippi and different places, you know, well, um, that area where it's uh, Tornado Alley. But there's been an increase of it. And um, tonight they had a warnings of it, a high warning. So let's keep uh, the people oh, wow. in the in the Dallas area and all those other areas um, prayed up for that no one will lose their lives and that everything will be okay because people have been losing their lives in certain cities um, due to the tornadoes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. I was not aware until one of uh, the people I was talking to on the phone. And, you know, of course, there's been a whole lot of different things in strange activity with California. I mean, they went from a desert to like a flood area and with snow mm-hmm. and I talk to people almost every day in California and um, Yeah, there's a lot of I weird mean, weather changes. Bizarre stuff. I mean, really bizarre. And then I was talking to a few and they were like, where are you located? And I was telling them and realized that, you know, parts of Alabama and even some parts of of Georgia had been affected uh, by the tornadoes, and really, really got it. Yeah, and so um, really got it bad. Georgia too. Was really, wow. Yeah, I didn't even know that until a couple of people that I uh, clients they were like, "Oh yeah, you're in Southeast Georgia," and you know, I said, "Well, we didn't. I mean, we get a lot of thunderstorms and stuff here, and uh, but thank God. I mean, my house has been struck by lightning in 2018." Um, I will wow. not forget the day. It was June 11th, around 10 o'clock at night. I was standing at the kitchen sink, and lightning came through the overhead of my house and blew up the air conditioning system and uh, destroyed wow. computers and TVs, about $9,000 worth of damage. And I was Whoa. standing here in the house. Yeah, I was in the house standing at the sink. I mean, it really wasn't even lightning. I didn't think that bad because usually if it's pretty bad, I'm sitting down somewhere. But I remember I was sitting at the sink washing dishes or something, and I heard it hit the house, and I I knew it blew up the air conditioning system. And that was like, you know, it was just starting to get hot, and by the time end of June, I mean, I still didn't have it fixed. I didn't get everything uh, as far as the air conditioning system and all that, it was probably the second week in July before I even had air. So I remember I mm. had to move me out to a hotel because we were having, you know, near 100-degree heat in the, you know, mm. here. So I you know what? You know, I think I, I, I remember up. something like that, that you mentioned that years ago. Yeah. I, I do think, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yes, yeah, yes. I think so. I, like I said, I Damn, was not I on that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, so we do have, and I, matter of fact, you know, I have uh, a huge pecan tree 
like in the front yard, and then there was one in the back. And so my my next project with financially is to try to get those down. I mean, we've already started, of course. Now you know you know because we've been mentioning about the storms coming across Georgia. But and what's dangerous about them down. is the the, the hail. Um, big, they're oh, yeah. really big, like baseball size and golf golf yeah. size. So those yeah, are so dangerous I mean, people driving. Yeah. Very dangerous. And one thing about people or even in, is that inside buildings too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, like this one thing about pecan trees. I've in this area, I've actually driven by uh, pecan groves where the trees were actually just like cut and pulled up out of the ground. You think somebody went in there and oh, just wow. pulled them up out of the ground and cut them up? So there's a huge one in my yard. And so last year. Actually, it was just the grace of God. A huge side of the tree broke off, but it didn't hit my house. So um, I just rolled it over into the wooded lot next next door. My neighbor came across the, from across the street and firewood. Thought, <laughs> well, pecan's not that great for firewood, but it's no. we rolled it over. You know, it's out of soft. So that's the one thing about when the wind starts blowing. I got to get this baby down. I got to cut these limbs that are kind of over my home. Yes. I got to cut these babies down because it's, it's kind of soft. So I'm believing God for the finances to, because I got a few other things. Of course, I got um, the air decided it wanted to not work right in the car. So I've got that because we're already getting hot here. And in another month, it's going to be very hot. So we got to have some air. Yeah, my pecan trees, I got to get those down before that wind, you know, starts blowing this year. Mm, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pruning Thank them. God for protection. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm so, so thank you. Thank you for telling me about that, Carmen, because I hadn't heard anything about the bank and uh, banking situation with anything like concerning, like what you said, the name of the bank is Old Glory. Glory. Old Glory Bank. Okay. And it's located there? So that's there? one of them. And, and he's in Oklahoma. Um, there, there. Um, he's mentioned other things, um, and so we really have to be prayerful. Um, like maybe if you can get your mortgage paid off, whatever you can get paid off, get it paid off. Um, I've been saying that. I've been telling people that. Yeah. Get your mortgage is paid off. Uh, I've been telling people that you know for a while now. Um, don't yeah, and I've been saying about your uh, cars, you know, pay, pay them off, whatever you can, pay it off. Right, it'll be so much easier for you, you know. Um, so if you have any money um, saved up or anything, it would be good to to uh, pay your home. That some people can, some people can't, and so God will give right. them away through this. But um, uh, we one thing that we have to be careful not to walk in fear. Once you start walking right. in fear, your mind is not clear mm-hmm. to think correctly and to hear from the Lord. So we need to stay in God's peace so we can hear his voice and do things according to yeah, cuz he can make work a miracle. And if you're walking in fear, yes, you're not can. listening to what he's saying, you know? So um we have to walk in God's peace uh, and be clear-minded um in the mind of Christ because it's going to get yeah. heavy duty, but but for believers, we got we serve a mighty God. He can make yes, things happen. Like, 
Like you never know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he has yeah. surprises. So um, yes, he does. But we have to. Well, we I'm have expecting. to listen. We have to listen. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm I'm expecting. You know, I'm just saying. I'm expecting. You know that. You know the faith. You know, for me to walk in a faith that's going to cause things to transition for me. You know, I have a son who I've got. I've got student loans out that I'm paying for him. I'm like, oh God, let me get these done. Oh, you know, don't worry and, about um, those. <laughs> don't worry about those. Worry about the other things that you know your possessions, with your your home, your your cars, because that's what's going to get you around. And if you know they yeah. take your car, what are you going to you know do? Um, yeah. And making well, sure that God you have almost, money. Yeah. Make thank God it's mm-hmm. almost paid for, so I can do that. Thank you. And if you're if people are thinking of buying a car, look for the the used cars, maybe from somebody yes. that already has one, um, but from a reliable source because some people, you know, they sell bad cars out there. Um, they do. And text, you know, everything about it, um, and they're just as good as a new one. Sometimes the new ones, you never know if they might come out as lemons. So. You know, God will direct you just like you were talking about when you needed a car. God can direct people the same way, or even you know, and it's a, it's with it's newer surprises. Car. Yeah, it's and they're good. They're car. just as new. Yeah. I have an old car. Yeah, I have yeah, an old I mean, car, and it's just as good. Yeah, I mean, um, it only it didn't even have. Uh, it was less than a hundred thousand miles on it. It didn't have that many miles on it. And I think it had only had one owner, and they just um, they just took it to the dealership. So I mean, it's a great car. I mean, See? I mean, it's a blessing. It was a blessing. Mm-hmm. I mean, God just—I'm telling you—he worked that out for me, and um, it was—it's just a blessing. I—I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I don't have to drive to work, so I work from home. So that car still oh, nice. has, I probably have put over, I think I've had it since 18. I've only put, it's still a little over 100,000 miles. I mean, it was like oh, wow. about, yeah, I hardly have any, because I don't have to use it. I mean, and I live in a small town, and, you know, the stores that I go to are just a few miles down the road. So I'm, I'm not even using the car that much. So God is good. I'm telling you, and the car has been a blessing. It's just been a blessing. And it was a used God will keep it up. Yep. One owner. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. God will so, uh, We sometimes overthink things, and God has a plan, and so we just have to trust him. But we also have to be responsible to do what we need to do when he's telling us yes. to do it because – uh, that's disobedience. If he's telling you to do something and you don't do it, then, you know, there's consequences for that. But we have that's why we have to sharpen our hearing. Listen, listen to what God is saying. Listen to what the prophets are saying. And, uh, you know, God will confirm. God will continue to confirm. And so I love PGN. We have a good group here, and God is, you know, doing something amazing with all of us. And um, it's not just one person. It's you know we also right. um, we we hear the word and we make sure that the word is you know spoken in in time and that it's it that it is a the word. Not like some ministry is just one person and that's it. You know that person right. can be wrong. <laughs> 
and nobody's right. correcting them or talking about, so, well, look, let's take a look at this, you know, and that's what I like about PGN, that we can talk about it. Um, we are all growing together, and, and we need to continue praying for Prophet Randy and his family. So because yes. they have a lot, on, like he says, on his plate. <laughs> it's a lot to do, yes. but I know he enjoys it. He loves it. But there's some days I'm sure that, that you know, like like anybody, so we the prayers will help him to to move smoothly in the things of the Lord and you know praise God praise yeah. God. Yeah. And well, we're, we're, you we're, one thing and, about it, we're, we're in uh-huh. this together. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, just gonna say we're in this together. Yes. That's yes. Important. We're not alone. We're together. Yes. Yes. Well, thanks, Carmen, for calling in and sharing that information for me. I'm gonna have to me. I need to do some research on this, and um, mm-hmm. I'm just believing God's gonna. He's gonna. There's gonna be, you know, like a way for us that, you know, may not be available to other people. God's going to deposit and, and enlighten us into something that's gonna get us through this. You know, those who are really uh, somebody did after. ask. Uh, one of the questions that someone asked was, uh-huh. oh, well, I get Social Security. What about that? Mm. And, you know, I don't mm. remember the, the, the detail of the, the question, but it, they were worried about their uh, concern about their Social Security. And so we don't know how all of this is going to play out. And so I know. we are praying about I all know. of that. You know, you know because well, people want yeah. to protect themselves and know what to do. So um, Right. Well, that's like with everything. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. people in private industry, you know, things and money that they saved up through private industry for pensions and stuff. We don't, hey, Uh we don't know if that's going to be available. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this could go any way that it could possibly go. I mean, people have gone and worked for 40 years at a company, and they have a pension plan. I mean, when things, things start to rock and roll, we don't know what's going to be left. But so what's right now of a major concern whatever. is that you have your money in a safer place where um, right. the, the these banks, if they go down, they don't go down with your money. Right. That's, Definitely. It was, and there, there were mentioned, uh, what was mentioned was a Wells Fargo, Chase, uh, J.P. Morgan, and there were some other mm-hmm. ones also. Um, and so wow. he's hearing something, and he's going to release it whenever the Lord gives him uh, the release, like he has with everything else. So, um, you know, to praise the Lord. Go back and, and listen give, to you know, the show. Yeah, yeah, we have to listen to them and pay attention to what he's saying. He does repeat, but that's okay. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Right, that's okay. <laughs> well, I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, it prepares him. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, God bless. Thank you so much. Good for visiting. Sharing. Yes. Right. Well, God All bless. Right. We love you. God bless, Carmen. We'll talk to you soon. Again. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Thanks, Carmen, for sharing that because I have had some concerns about some things uh, you mentioned, and so uh, you answered some questions. Praise God. Thank you. 
All right, let's go on to 843636. And who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Sierra calling from South Carolina. Sierra from South Carolina? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Sierra. How are you tonight? I'm all right, Nisa. Okay, good, good. All right, Sierra, have I talked to you before? I think so. (laughs) She said she thinks so. (laughs) All right, that's good enough. That's good enough. All right, let's pray for you. God bless you. All right. So thank you, Lord, for Sierra from South Carolina. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Ah, Lord, let her, let Sierra uh, not let the words of people affect her in such a way that it bursts her bubble. I call bubbles. (laughs) That's so interesting. Um, And I, I, I saw, you know, like how you have those little caricatures or cartoons where you see, like, the bubbles are coming out of people's mouths, and then when you look at the bubble coming out, there's words, like, filled with the bubbles. Like, that's what they're saying. They're speaking that, and it comes out like a little bubble, you know, it's shaped like a bubble, and the words that they're saying is in the bubble. And I, I saw that, you know, releasing some things, and then I saw, like, the bubbles, like, I heard the word bursting the bubbles. And it's almost like I sense to say that, you know, there are words that you're releasing out of your mouth, that you release them out of your mouth with hope and with faith and with with an understanding that, you know, I'm sending this out, I'm speaking these words because I'm believing that my God is the God that he says he is. And I'm releasing this because I'm walking this thing out, I'm speaking these words by faith. And it looks like they just started to burst, like somebody may have said something contrary to what you were believing and thanking God for, and they came along and they released something that caused the bubble to burst. So, Lord, we thank you tonight as she continues to operate in faith. And whatever the enemy enemy might send that will be contradictory to the word of God, let the word of God stand. And regardless of how they try to attack or burst the bubble which which holds the words of faith, that she will continue to release the word of God out of her mouth with an expectation that it will not return void. It shall go forth and it shall accomplish that which it has been set forth to accomplish in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we thank you that she rises in faith, that she goes forth with the power and authority in her mouth to release that which the Lord has given her to release and don't let her be thrown off by anybody that will show up to try to burst the bubble that has the word of God in it that's going forth to accomplish, been set forth to accomplish. So we thank you for that. We thank you for her rising to a new level of faith, secure that the word of God is active and powerful, more powerful than any 
two-edged sword, and it shall accomplish that which it has been set out of her mouth to accomplish. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Don't you back down. Don't you stop speaking. Don't you stop releasing. You keep right on doing it with an understanding that it's, it's, it's the word and it shall not return void. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank Amen. You. Thank you, Jesus. All right. What's going on, Sierra? Oh, my goodness. Uh, a whole lot. I'm just so in between feelings. I am currently pregnant, and, you know, I, I just have mixed emotions with that. And not only that, um, if you will, please pray for my mom, because she's going through a lot with probate and, and things like that. With probate, you said? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and then you say you're pregnant. Yes. Okay. Well, congratulations are in order. Congratulations are in order for that. Hallelujah. Thanks. Bless your name, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for, um, we'll pray for your mother first. Lord, we just thank you for um, any uh, any uh, like confusion uh, in her mind concerning some thoughts and thought patterns involving this situation, and Lord, for clarity and for peace, um, that she will walk with uh, with peace and in peace in regards to the situation, and um, Lord, just be a ram in the bush for her, you know where. Things may not look like they're happening the way they should. Lord, you always have a ram in the bush. You always have a way where it seems to be no way. And let her rest in the confidence that she has that she has in you as God, that you are God. I mean, it doesn't matter who has authority or think they have authority. It doesn't supersede the authority of God. So we ask, Lord, that she rests in your authority. She rests in your peace. And she rests in the fact that you have the final say. And, Lord, we just thank you and lift up um, Sierra in regards to the pregnancy. We thank you, Lord, that you are God who understands and you don't make, him, you don't make mistakes. And so, Lord, give her peace. And, Lord, whatever uh, mindset that has uh, caused her to have emotional strain in this area, let her release this to the Lord because he always knows what and how to do things. And, Lord, we thank you for it as you just give her. Let her just just rest in the arms of Jesus, you know, even as she can just imagine what it would be like just to rest in the arms of the master, who is master of the storm, master of the ship, master of the situation, master of the circumstance. Let her rest 
in you. And let her, as I was saying with the releasing of the word, let her release good things. I mean, the enemy will come, Sierra, and he will give you some stuff to say, to release out of your mouth that will come back and be contradictory to the word of God. Be so, 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 so mindful in this season about what you release out of your mouth. And I know there are situations and circumstances that we don't always want to be in. But we can form our world by the words we release out of our mouth that are in relationship with the word of God, that are connected to the word of God and what the word of God has to say. So, Lord, let her continually understand that releasing the words from her mouth, they need to connect to the word of God to bring forth the manifestation of what God wants to come forth in her life in this season at this time. In Jesus' name, we thank you for the life that she's carrying, and we speak blessing and healing over this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anything else? No, ma'am. I feel better in my heart. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome. Be blessed, and we hope to talk to you again soon. And just have faith. God works it out. He yes, knows ma'am. how to. Okay. Yes, ma'am. God bless All right, you. Then. God bless you, Sarah. All right. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Jesus. All righty. Let's move to uh, next call. Let me scroll down a little bit. All right. So let's go to 240-482. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Good evening. Uh, This is Valerie from North Carolina. Hi, Valerie. How are you tonight? Hello, hello. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I was thinking about you the other day. <clears throat> Hadn't been on in a little bit, and then I, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought about you. I wonder how Valerie is. I prayed a little bit, thought about you. All right. Well, thank Lord, you. We just thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. We thank you for Valerie from North Carolina. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're in this awesome, wonderful season of the celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Christ and that he rose from the dead. And because of that, we, we have authority. We have power. And as I was um, speaking on that, I saw, I saw a material uh, uh, being ripped, ripped. And then it came to mind uh, how the veil was ripped and um, that we no longer, you know, have to go through the priest, that we can come boldly because of Jesus' birth and his death and resurrection. You know, we can go boldly before the throne room of grace. And I see it ripping, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive 
enough to think that and to believe that that ripping is for you, Valerie, a symbolic ripping of the garment of the veil that you can understand at a whole new level what it means to have access to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that you have been granted access, glory be to God. What does that mean? That means that you can go boldly to the throne. You have been granted, it's been ripped, Valerie. It's been ripped. So there's a clear opening for you to go through and plead your case. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that even as I have been uh, reading, uh, I don't have that, let me see where it is. Some of the things that I've made note of, the different prayers that I've been praying in regards to um, the courtroom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Just go there real quick. I've been taking some notes. And uh, his name is Robert Henderson, and he has a few books out, but I've one of them I didn't really, I really couldn't like get into. I mean, I read the prayers, but this particular one, um, it's called 365 Prayers and Activations for Entering the Courts of Heaven. And um, I want to read one to you. Let's see. Okay. Oh, let's see. I got to go back. And it has really, I don't know, I've been, been able to just like, I don't know, it's like I've had a whole new, like, revelation of, like, how God, you know, wants us to come and how we can come and know that we are being heard, that our case is being heard. And so let me just see which one there's. Okay, here it is. Hmm. Remembered by God. Glory be to God. The remembrance. Okay. So this one here, uh, this particular one, let me just read this uh, scripture. Then those who feared the Lord spoke to, to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. That's Malachi 3 and 16. And so uh, the books of remembrance in heaven speak before the Lord and cause him to remember us. Hallelujah. These books speak in the courts of heaven and Testify These books, Valerie, they testify in our behalf. They cause the Lord to remember our petition. And like I said, when I saw, I uh, heard your voice and knew it was you, I saw the veil, this material rent, torn to give you complete access. And so then mm-hmm. here is talking about how you have the access. And so you can go before him because these books 
speak in the court of heaven and testify in our behalf. They cause the Lord to remember our petitions that we have that come before him. We should be diligent to see these books created and speak before the Lord concerning us. We are told that when we speak often with one another about the Lord, these books are written concerning us. So when we have fellowship with each other and talk about the Lord, this says here the books concerning us, they are remembered. This means our fellowship and our communion with one another around the Lord, like what we're doing. We're talking about the Lord. You mm-hmm. call in here to PGN, and the Lord causes these books to be created as we talk about him, as we talk about the goodness of the mm-hmm. Lord, as we talk about what he's doing in our lives and what we expect of him. As we walk in the fear of the Lord, the books come into existence. They will speak before the courts of heaven and cause God to remember us and our family. Hallelujah. So, Lord, as I come before you, I ask that the books of remembrance would be written and speak before you concerning me and my family. I ask that it would be known in heaven that we fear you and meditate on your name. Lord, we speak often to others in the body of Christ, in fellowship and in communion. May it be recorded in the heaven that we are your people. May books speak before you that cause us to be remembered and heard before your courts. May May the case we present be known by you. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank Thank you, Lord, as she often speaks of you, that it will cause the Lord to remember her and that she has access to him and that she can go before him for herself and her family and know that God is remembering her case. And he is a just God. He is a righteous judge. And he will vindicate us. And he will move on our behalf. Thank you for moving on our behalf. We thank you, God, for causing us to understand that you are a good God. You're a righteous judge. God, you don't make mistakes, and you will work in our behalf because you will remember us that we have sweet fellowship with those who are part of the body of Christ. We thank you, Lord, for that tonight. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, how are you doing, Valerie? Good. Uh, you know, I had a. It, it's interesting you mentioned this. I, I had a conversation with um, one of my best friends last night, and you know, we were talking about the Lord and the Word, and it was a just a very encouraging conversation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it was like iron sharpening iron is what it really felt like. Yes. And wow. uh, just to hear, you know, what you were saying. You know, like I, I got off the phone I, and I was like, you know, just really encouraged and provoked to, 
you know, draw closer to the wow. Lord to pray. It, it, and to pray, you know, read the word. It was just very, um, I don't know, it, you know, it just, I, I don't know if it was because it's something that hadn't happened in a while or what, but it just felt significant. And before, you know, we got off the phone, we prayed together and all of that. And so um, it's just, it, it, it it's very timely, I guess, that you, that, that you read that. That's amazing. You know, what you, yeah. That yeah. is amazing because one of the things I read here, and I've got it highlighted in blue on my on my tablet, my Kindle tablet, it says, this means our fellowship and communion with one another around the Lord causes these books to be created. As we walk in the fear of the Lord, these books, come into existence. That is absolutely mm. amazing. Mm-hmm. That you, wow. I mean, now if that's not as, I mean now, that just, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I mean, let me tell you about it. I have read, let's see, I don't know. About fifteen different um, declarations and, and uh, prayers here over the last week or two, so I read like fifteen. So of all of these, I would go to that one. Mm-hmm. That's simply amazing. That's definitely I'm the like, Lord. <laughs> I'm blown away. I'm like, what? Because I just was like, I saw the. You know, I could have gone to something else. Now, I saw, like, a ripping, like, you have access. And then it, it basically is talking about why you do have access and why God is, has this book for you. Because of your, and you just did this, what you say, last night? Last night. That's just simply amazing. I mean, I could mm-hmm. have picked out of 15 probably different declarations <laughs> and prayers I went to that right. Mhm. Oh. Yeah, my. that that is amazing. That is definitely. Amazing. I mean, I'm just like, okay, because there's another one here, remembered by God, but it doesn't really, it didn't say anything about you know fellowshipping with other believers, but mm-hmm. this particular one. Book of Remembrance, because the other one is on being remembered by God, and but it doesn't say anything about fellowshipping with the body of Christ. But the one that God chose me chose for you for me to speak over. This is one particular one that's emphasizing how these are created. These and you being remembered is by your fellowship with other believers. Wow. I'm just, wow. God is awesome. Yeah, and it, I mean, it really was distinctive. Like, you know, we we were just having a regular conversation kind of, and then there was just a shift in the conversation. And, um, I mean, it was just, it, it really stood out to me that, wow. you know, it was a, it was an important conversation or I, mean, I don't know if I'm describing it the right way, but I mean, it was definitely, um, you know, us talking about the Lord and encouraging one another and, 
So that, that, and, that's awesome. And even with you saying you 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 felt that. I mean, you knew that. It, it, it's mm-hmm. like you knew you were on to like something like or positioned with a certain perspective that this is different. You know, this is yeah, this is something's going on here. <laughs> it, yeah, and I it's mean, like God it felt came back and confirmed. He confirmed something was going on. <laughs> mm. Wow. Wow. Yes, that's all I can say is wow. <laughs> I can't say nothing else but wow, you know. Yeah, that is. Mm. Well, you know, and that one thing about that, Valerie, it just brings such, I mean, it gives you peace to know that even though things might look like I'm out here somewhere, you know, that may not be enjoying per se but I'm right where God wants me and in spite of what it looks like he is with me and he is directing me and he's guiding me and and he's letting you know certain principles you know you keep them activated in operation this is going to be such a blessing because I'm right I'm taking note of this I'm taking note Mm -hmm. of this God, like I said earlier, you know, who is my, who is God, who is man, that God would be mindful of him? This is like proof that he is mindful. He's, he's mindful of everything that concerns yes. us in making, you know, our life to be a sweet savor unto him. It's, man, this has just been too awesome. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's encouraging. Mm-hmm. Really encouraging. Yes. So, how's it going? What's what's up? Uh, well, um, yeah, you know, things are okay with work. I, you know, I I know I've uh, asked for prayer in the past about work, and I was just able to. There's someone that's gonna. Um, start working this month and and she'll be assisting me so um okay. that will definitely be some relief uh you know in terms of my workload so I'm very thankful for that and awesome. um uh you know I've I've had uh some it's been about I don't know, since mid-February, since I've seen my son, my oldest, and, um, you know, it's just been a lot of conflict on that end, and so I was going to ask for prayer for wisdom just to figure out what my next step should be, um, uh, but, you know, he's he's doing... He's, you know, he's doing better. We he was concerned about his school year or his third quarter, and he made it through successfully. And, you know, okay. I, I I see God's faithfulness there. And, um, you know, just, you know, there there are – so the part – what what you were saying about, you know, just as you're 
discussing the Lord or in fellowship, but also just petitioning the Lord. You know, I feel like that's something when you were talking about that, or mm-hmm. when you mentioned that, you know, that that I right. that's something that I really need to be doing more for my for my oldest and just for that, uh, you know, situation. I just really need wisdom and. Uh, I would, you know, I definitely want to see him. His dad just has been, it's just been, it's been, that has been a real challenge. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's something that I, I really need to be praying about. Well, praise God. Well, we thank God because we know that um, he has the answer. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because I was looking here, it says, Books of remembrance in heaven speak before the Lord and cause him to remember us. These books speak in the courts of heaven and testify in our behalf. They cause Mm -hmm. the Lord to remember petitions that come before him. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we just thank you. As she is diligent to uh, know that you understand and that you have heard the petitions that she has sent forth for the situation. And God, we thank you that you're showing us that our fellowship and our relationship with others, as she had mentioned, iron sharpening iron, will cause you to remember our petitions that we have set before you. Because why? We are enjoying the communion and the fellowship of remembering you, God, of remembering how awesome you are, remembering that you are faithful, remembering that you are a God who does not fail. It's impossible for you to fail. And because of our communication about this awesome, awesome God that we serve, it will cause you to remember our petitions because yeah. we are lifting you up. We are exalting you. We are leave, We are letting you know that we understand that you are the one who has the final say. You are the one who is in yeah. control when we look like we have lost complete control. And sometimes, God, mm-hmm. we know we need to lose complete control, Mm -hmm. so you can be in control. And so, Lord, as we fellowship and we think on you, you will remember the things that we have laid before you, and you will begin to Mm -hmm. work them out. You will begin to honor your servants. You will be able, you begin to honor your children who have remembered you. You know why we're being remembered? It's because we're remembering you. We're remembering yes. you. Yes. It's like a sowing and a reaping. Because we are remembering you, you're going to remember us. You're going to remember our petition. Yes. Oh, We're going to be fellowshipping and remembering the things that God has done, the things that he's going to do. We are fellowshipping the remembrance of God who has laid away when there seemed to be no way. And because we're remembering who you are, God, you are remembering us. So yes. God, we thank you. As Valerie thank continues you. to thank fellowship you. 
and have sweet communion with those who walk with her in fellowship concerning the things of God, that you are going to open the books of remembrance of the petitions that she has before you. We thank you Mm -hmm. in confidence. We thank you and walk by faith that it will be so because you're that kind of God. You're a faithful God. It's just like in the natural. If if we have, if we are children and we uh, lift up the parents and talk about, oh, daddy did this and daddy did that. And, you know, he is, you know, made a way for me to do this and to do that. Don't you know that in the natural, that father says, well, I remember I need to bless this child some sort of way. What was it that she wanted? What was it that she had put out mm-hmm. as a petition before me? Wow, because she's remembering me. I'm going to remember her. Hallelujah. So, God, yes. we thank you that, that she, can, um, she, can, she can just understand and, and tap into that. Glory be to God. My God, that's awesome for me. I've taken some of that for myself. As I remember Mm -hmm. you, God, as I remember your faithfulness, as I remember your goodness and your kindness, Lord, you're going to remember my petitions for my children. You're going to remember the petitions for her children. You're going to remember the things that she has set her heart on concerning her family. She's going to do it because she's remembering that you're that kind of faithful God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you tonight. Lord, I thank you for the revelatory knowledge and the information that I felt like, I feel like it's being downloaded even in me. Glory be to God. To be able to have the benefits of remembering my awesome God, our awesome, awesome, faithful Father, our righteous judge, yes, Lord. our brother, our friend that sticks closer than a brother. You all those things to us, God, and more. And thank you for giving us yes, information Lord. that we know how to access the benefits of this faithful father, this righteous judge, and this friend that sticketh closer than a brother. We thank you, Lord. We look with expectation for the benefits that are connected to obedience in the name of Jesus. Jesus. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, that was just Thank awesome. You. That was just, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> Glory be to God. God is so good. So He's so good. Writing, yes. I mean, wow, nobody can, I'm telling you, nobody's like our God. Nobody can do us like our God. That's why we got to stay connected. We got to talk about it. You know, we mm-hmm. must talk about it because he's just that good. And we can expect yeah. that he, hey, he's listening. He's taking, he's taking notes, and we're remembering him. So awesome! Wow. Amen. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. Oh, you're you're welcome. Yeah, that was a blessing. I got blessed myself on that one. <laughs> Glory mm-hmm. be to God. Yes. Amen. 
All right. Anything Amen. else you want to share or need prayer for? Are you good? Uh, I would just like to ask for prayer for favor um, with my boss. Um, I'm asking, I, I want to ask for a raise. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, it it makes me so uncomfortable. I just, right. it kind of, like, I... I, I do think that it it makes sense. I don't, you know, it's it's not kind of like, oh, I just think I, you know, deserve it. Um, right. But, you know, it's just kind of getting over that feeling of, um, I, guess, I guess, just overcoming my fear or, you know, my concern about, oh, well, what what are they going to think? What's he going to think about me if I ask for a raise <laughs> or you know, I mean, the most he could say is no, but in my mind, it just feels like it's some big, you know, uh, right. a big deal. So um, just, I get, you know, I was going to say favor, but also just that I would, you know, overcome fear and, and just uh, not be afraid to do it. Right. Well, you know, like, there is timing involved with different things. I think I mentioned that earlier tonight. Um like when mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, I did mention that. Like when it was God, when it was Jesus's time to be uh, apprehended to take to the cross. I mean, they could have apprehended him at any time. I mean, he was always out among yeah. the crowd. And mm-hmm. there were times that you know they wanted to, but they couldn't because <laughs> yeah. guess what? It wasn't That's time. Right. You know, but when it became mm-hmm. time, he was apprehended. He was brought before Pilate, Herod or whoever it was, Pilate, and then he was crucified because it was his time. So there is a time element that's involved with everything. So, Lord, we just thank you um, that the time for her, and I believe you're feeling what you need to feel, Valerie, in regards to it, um, but I, I'm going to pray. Father, we just thank you for creating an opportunity for this to come up. Creating an opportunity for her where it will be easy and it will just be a part of the conversation that she will be able to express herself and and be able to let her uh, boss know that, you know, there's a, a desire for a race that you know how to set this thing up, God. You know, I've had a few situations lately where I was like, okay, God, how do I need to say this? And, you know, when do I need to say it? And I, I prayed on it, you know, continually, like for days. And the opportunity just presented itself where it was just easy, you know, where it was just mm-hmm. like a part of the conversation. Like I work for a company that it's an outsourcing company. So I was, I have a new um God has just really, he's just graced me, you know, since I've been with this company. So I've worked with them part-time, like 10 or 15 hours a week for about 10 years because I had another job. I was working at a prison, and I was teaching, okay. and I was only, we were only able to teach at the prison. They weren't letting people teach full-time. So I was um, teaching at the prison about 29 hours a week, and um, so I needed additional income. So I started working for this company, and I worked for them, like, 10 years, and I worked like 10 or 15 hours additional each week. 
So anyway, I left and I, I came back uh, February of 2000, let's see, what, 21, 21. Yeah, so February 2023 was two years that I've come back, but I came back full time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. I was mentioning to to a new team manager, because, I mean, they've asked us, do you want to train for the team? I don't want to be a team manager. i got too many things going on, too many irons in the fire. And so I was like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. But anyway, we have a new team manager, and, you know, God has given me favor with this woman. And she's young. I mean, she's much younger than me. So, But anyway, um, I told her about the situation. I said, you know, when I came back in February of 2021, I had the paperwork and everything. I was hired as full-time permanent. And the recruiter that recruited me, um, I have a letter from him that says I was hired full-time permanent, even though the account they Mm -hmm. placed me with was was a seasonal account. But, I mean, I was hired by the company. I wasn't hired by the account that I was connected with. I was hired by the company, and I was hired as full-time. So when I started working with that particular company, um, contract, the the team manager over there said, well, you know, simply once this um, once the season dies out, you all will be transferred to another area, or you can probably, you know, if you do good and you know you think you want to stay in with us, that's fine. Other than that, you know, you do good, you'll be transferred to another area. So I was like, okay, fine. So I accepted the position, and then I had the opportunity to choose that position with uh, that contract dying out and, you know, being transferred somewhere else, or I could have gone to another contract immediately where it was just like, you know, stable, but I think it was a dollar mm-hmm. too less. But I said, so I just said, oh, I'll just stay with, because he says, well, you do good, you know, you'll just be transferred over to another. And I said, well, I didn't have any problem thinking I was not going to be good. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll right. it, it, it pays a couple of do- dollars an hour more. And then, you know, I'll just transition to another account once it dies down. Well, just so happened when uh, that account uh, activity died down, they um, didn't transfer me. They put me in as a new hire with a new contract. So what does that have? What does that do for me? So from February to August, that I had, end of August that I worked with this account, they took all my PTO. Because they said, oh, she was a seasonal employee, so oh no, she wasn't she wasn't full time, and I was like, that's not what this letter says, and so I presented it to HR, and then she was like, oh yeah, they're gonna make it right. Then I don't know what happened. Then she says, well, they're not gonna be able to do anything about it. So I was like, that is awful. I started in February. I've got the proof here that says I was not hired as seasonal temporary. And so then I reached out to the boss that was, or the team manager who was over that account. Not true. You, we, we knew this, and you were just going to be transferred. And I said, well, they're not giving me my PTO. Well, I have a new uh, team manager, and I mentioned it to her. And she says, oh, we're going to get you your PTO. You know, she says, I don't know how I'm going to do it. She says, well, I'm going to do it. She says, well, that's totally unfair. How can they mm-hmm. hire you? And you work from February to August. And our PTO is acquired a little strangely because they don't want you to have a whole lot of excess on hand because that means you'll be able to take time off. So they give you just a few hours every, you know, few weeks or whatever. And um, 
So I'm missing probably maybe at least about, I would say, 20 hours of PTO that I could use. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, but it was funny how God just kind of set it up, and I released it to this new team manager, and she was like, oh, we'll take care of that. I said, well, HR said, she says, don't worry about it. I have a way of finagling things around. She says, because that's totally unfair. And then she saw, like, a chat that I had put into the uh, manager of the contract that I was working with initially that said I'd be transferred over. And she saw what he said, like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not right, you know. And so she says, oh, no. She says, that's that's not going to. So I'm saying that to you is that God knows how to work things out. He knows how Mm -hmm. to create opportunities and situations where you will just, because what it was, I was just talking to her about different things, and that came up, and that's when she said, oh, no, we're going to take care of that. So I just sense to tell you that you will just be natural and just to walk in a sense of of a knowing that God is going to work this out and that believing that God will create the opportunity for you just to say what you have to say and, you know, you'll be given what you need because it'll be the timing that God will have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been two years, Valerie. I mean, I started in February of 2021. It's now past February of 2023. But the timing came at this point for me to get what I need to get, you know. And I have yeah. a black baby mm-hmm. because I was getting PTO and I was able to do some things that I needed to do with the time that I had already acquired after that, but I still want what belonged to me before that. You know of what course. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God has a timing, and so, Lord, we just thank you for your timing. We thank you, Lord, thank that you, she Lord. just flows right into receiving what she should have. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank that you, it'll just be a flow. She will flow into what she needs, and that, Lord, you will be the one who will step in and make it right because we leave it to you. You know how to touch people's hearts. You know how to change people's minds. You know how to, you know, reconnect, disconnect. You know, Valerie, in that whole situation, I got disconnected from three team managers that weren't going to do a flip about what was going on with me. So God will disconnect people from you mm. that won't help mm-hmm. you. Lord have mercy if if they've been told to help you and they don't, maybe that might be a reason for the disconnect. <laughs> because right. I'm serious. I, cause I, my last one, I believe the reason he got disconnected was because he wasn't handling folks right. You know? And then when mm-hmm. you are a child of God and people are not handling you correctly and you're not doing anything uh, to bring that on, you know, you you will end up in some situations, you know, because we are God's people, and he takes care of us. And so, Lord, we yes, thank you that, Lord, whatever needs to happen, we'll just leave it in your hands for you to handle yes, the situation concerning this race and let, race, and let her rest in it. Let Valerie rest in the fact that God's got this, 
and he's going to maneuver, he's going to direct, he's going to set up everything he needs, how he needs to set it up so that she can benefit from what she is supposed to have. She can get what's hers. And so let Let her walk around every day and say, well, I'm going to get what's mine. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care who's in position. I don't care what happens as far as in the natural. I'm going to get what is mine because in the right timing, it can't help but come into place. There's a time for things to come into place. And so, Lord, Lord, we thank you for that, for the timing of things shifting so she can get what, what belongs to her. And we thank you, Lord, that she'll walk in peace about it. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm sorry I took you all through the wilderness and back just trying. No, I, I, that's really true because I, you know, I had a, I had a similar experience just to kind of open the door to the conversation, and you know, I was feeling this was maybe I don't know two three weeks ago, and I don't even remember how how it was. Like I got into my boss's office and and mentioned something to him. And then he brought up so what they're what what my company is doing is they are adjust, they're adjusting salaries to um compete with similar companies and my my position specifically there aren't a lot of comparable positions like so it it's a little more difficult to to figure mm-hmm. out okay well you know there there aren't many people that have my job title or my job function they're there, but you know just to try to figure it out and right. so he mentioned that, and so that just opened the door. I was like, okay, so that that's like the first entry. <laughs> um, oh wow! But you know, to actually sit sit down and you know, but but that I would, I you know, I just uh, God really has been faithful, and so mm-hmm. I I believe what you're saying is absolutely right. You know that he will he will open that door of opportunity, and I'll be yes, and I just I need to be ready so. for it when that door opens. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. And, you know, just rest in the fact and be confident in your God. You're confident in your God. You're you're confident Mm -hmm. because he is not going to fail you. He hasn't failed you. And even in situations where it looks like it's just almost impossible and you don't know how you're going to make it through, you make it through. You make it through. Mm -hmm. And you continue to do that. And we just thank God for that in his and all this ties into that book of remembrance when we we talk about the yeah. Lord and we uh, exalt Him and you know have fellowship with those who are like believers. It's like God is listening and He says, "Wow, you know, I can't help but do this for her. She's remembering me. I've got to remember her. I'm a faithful God, and He will. He will." will remember. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. You're welcome. Glad you were able to call in. All right. Anything else? No. No. I'll I'll <laughs> keep you posted. I'll I I I hope to I, be uh okay. Let, okay. letting you know the outcome very soon. All right. Well we're believing for God's um his 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 best for you. And we're gonna expect it. Amen. 
All right. Well, Valerie, Amen. enjoy this uh, week of uh, re- uh, celebrating resurrection. And I don't know if I'll yes. be there next Sunday night or not, which is Easter. But anyway, we will we'll see. All right. Have a blessed day. Okay. Week, God, God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. You too. All right. Bye. All right. We got a few women's where they kick us off the air. <laughs> 608960. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hello, uh, Shannon in Wisconsin. Hi, Shannon in Wisconsin. We're going to try to beat the clock here. <laughs> I think sometimes whoever oh. I'm on, I think you're my last one, and it's almost 2 a.m. But anyway, Shannon in Wisconsin. You know, Shannon, I got a son out there in Wisconsin. He's a Georgia, Florida boy and went to Wisconsin. My goodness, all that snow. Well, Lord, let's pray for yeah. Shannon. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord, we just thank you uh, for Shannon. We thank you, Lord, that he has a mindset. He's going to plow through everything. <laughs> Glory be to God. And, Lord, I thank you that because of his, his, his in, it's like I hear the word endurance. Endurance. He's enduring, and the endurance is going to pay off Shannon because the thing of it is is that even in the natural realm of just uh, – of um, doing things natural in a natural sense, in repetition or continuing on, it gets you somewhere regardless. I mean, it's, that's just, I don't know, it wouldn't be the law of reciprocity. I don't know what law. What is that? The law of something. I forgot what they call it. It's a law. And it will happen. And because I just see you with like, you know, you you, you made up your mind that I'm going to, get through this situation. I'm going to get through circumstances. I'm going to get through what's ahead of me. I'm going to get through what's in front of me. I'm going to get through. Why? Because there's something that I want on the other side. Hallelujah. And so I sense to tell you, don't don't you even think about giving up. Don't you even think about not pushing forward. Don't you even think about not plowing through because there is breakthrough in the plowing through. God has a way of setting things in place so that when you get there, it's already waiting for you because he sees the faithfulness that you had in the times when it wasn't easy to be faithful. It wasn't easy to keep plowing. It wasn't easy to have a mindset that I'm going to continue on. And because you have had your mind made up about certain things, God will make sure you access the benefits of what you've been plowing through to get to. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for the determination of a made-up mind that I will benefit and I will receive what God has for me and I won't stop until I see it. So we thank you, Lord, for that type of faith. We thank you, Lord, for that type of determination. We thank you, Lord. Why is he like that? Because he knows God to be a God that is faithful. He knows that God is one who will stand firm on his word, that he won't change that he is the same, and he will never change. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that he's determined to see victory in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. So how's it going, Shannon? Haven't talked to you in a long time. Very long, yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a uh, a good day, worship in church and everything, but also emotional. I'm still believing that God has a wife for me, and I'm holding on to that. Amen. And, uh, I mean, there's somebody I would like it to be, but I don't see a lot of activity. Sometimes I see hints, and other times I see nothing. But So that's mm-hmm. an area you could pray for me. Uh, business is, I mean, I... I I've always been confident in that area, and I don't worry about it because um, mm-hmm. it's always worked. It's always worked for me. It's I've had my slow seasons and whatnot, but but yeah, um, it's been an interesting day. Okay. <laughs> it's I, been an it's just day. I, I yeah I I woke up and went to church and I mean just it just it was a good day. It was just an emotional day for me, and I'm just I'm really and contemplating going into a longer fast, you know, in the next week or two, just to, just to contend for this one area. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, we'll pray for that, and we will believe for that. We'll believe that God will, I just sense to tell you that, It's about a resting. I just have to tell you, <clears throat> excuse me, about a resting. Let me see something here. Hold on a moment. <clears throat> so are you still experiencing a lot of cold out there? Um, we had a couple warmer days uh, above 50 the last two days, but we had snow. Oh, wow. You must be in southern Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a son up in Superior, Wisconsin. Oh, it's way up there. Yeah, it's cold. Oh, my God. I mean, he's talking about... Hmm, um, here we go. I'm going to say this prayer. Okay, so this is... Um, I don't know if you heard me mentioning about the book of uh, concerning um, petitioning God, uh, the course of heaven. And so, um, yeah. okay, so there's this one that I was reading was this says how approaching God as a friend. Oh, so this particular prayer, I mean, it's like, you know, like when you're looking for, like when you're involved with a relationship or you're looking for a relationship, you know, it's good sometimes to have a friend that you can discuss situations with and like, you know, hey, you know, I was thinking about doing this and what do you think about this? And so, you know, when you have a relationship as a friend, you kind of go to your friend, you might talk about some stuff and have them give you some insight on, you know, how to handle this. And so when you were talking, I kind of felt like a, 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 an approach to God as a friend concerning this wife thing, you know? Because you know how guys, they like talk, you know, what do you think about, what do you think I should say to her? What do you think about her? You know, guys, I guess, I've heard they do that. I don't know, I ain't a guy. But, you know, they might say I have a buddy that say, hey, you know, what do you think about her? You think, you know? 
So it's almost like I sent to tell you to approach God as a friend concerning this wife. You know, uh, I, I don't know if that sounds odd or strange because, like I mentioned earlier, you can approach God as righteous judge. We can approach him as a father. But this particular thing I just sense to tell you, approach God as a friend. Like, and let him just really speak to you and you rest in the listening into the instructions, and he's going to give you instructions, Shannon. I just feel like he's going to give you some instructions like you're a friend, like you're his buddy, like, hey, you're my, you know. He said, they, the word says he'll sit closer than a friend, he, than a brother. He's a friend. So, Lord, we bring this before you tonight, and by faith, you are a loving, caring father, we know. And we thank you for that, and that you are a, you are not insufficient in fathering us. But, Lord, we come to you and we ask that you remember us as friends. And, Lord, that our conversation, that our interaction with you will show us and give us information that will help us have what you want us to have. You know, Shannon is approaching you, Father, tonight as a father, but as a friend, one that sticketh closer than a brother, one who will be able to be a confidant that we can, we can talk to and we can have conversations, and, Lord, that you can release to him insight and wisdom and instruction on how he wants this thing to pan out for him. So we thank you tonight, Lord, as Shannon looks to you as a friend who will share because, Father, you know all about us. You know all about the people that you want us connected with. But we want you to be a friend to us and let us know how to approach and what to say and when to say it, that you're our best friend and that best friends love each other. They direct, they give information, they, they point us to different things, and there's nobody that could be any better of a friend than you. So, Lord, Shannon needs you to show him exactly what to say, where to go, what to do, so that he will receive everything that he needs to have for a relationship that will honor and glorify the Father. And Lord, we thank you. We, we go forth with faith. We go forth with faith. Let Shannon rest and release everything that he's had concerning how this thing needs to go and let him rest in the fact that you already have it planned out. You already have it. You just need to rest in it, Shannon, and let God direct you because he wants you to have the desires of your heart. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you that you are a good father but you're a best friend, and we glorify you for that and thank you for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, Shannon, let me ask you a question. So have you felt, like, anxiety about this? Um. Well, for different reasons. I 
I've been through a, a lot of stuff in the last few years, so I have a I have a kind of I get anxiety about the future. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop me from from moving forward or whatnot, but it's there. So it, I'm not always at peace in every area, but mm-hmm. um, it's more of an I mean. In general, uh, I have anxiety that, you know, you say that God's a good father and he wants to do this. So I have this part of me that questions that. But as far as Mm. getting married, um, I have excitement about it in general. I feel it's right for me. I feel like I was made for it. I think it's just going to only... It'll put me on another level as far as momentum goes and everything, but yeah. So I don't have any, I don't have any fear getting married. No, I'm thinking about what you said. Yeah, about what you said at first. There's some. I just sense anxiety. Not that you don't think you'll be a, you know, will be right for marriage. That's not. Yeah, I'm not thinking that you're thinking that. But I'm sensing that there's anxiety in you about God, I don't know. I just sense an anxiety about this happening. Maybe because of what you've experienced in the past. Um, Yeah, well, that's probably it because I have had so many things snatched. I feel like I've had things snatched out of my hands. You know what I mean? So, Right. And and I'm not, I mean, I don't know. But since I picked up the anxiety, it's like I feel like that's a hindrance into that's a that's hindering there's some that's that's a hindrance of some sort that's keeping you from receiving the fullness of what God has for you that anxiety I can't explain it. I just picked up I heard the word anxiety, and I just sensed that it was connected to what the reason that things have not progressed smoothly is it because it it has a lot to do with the anxiety so I would like I'm just going to suggest that you do kind of a word study on anxiety for some reason I don't know I'm not so invited to word study on anxiety or anything like that but just to get a better understanding of it and how it's connected with you and then begin to pray over that and ask the Lord to just dissect it, you know, because there could be different things connected with anxiety, you know. Um, and But for God to pinpoint specific things connected with that and show them to you, and you go through them one by one, and you release them to the Lord. And as you release them to the Lord, in relation to this anxiety that I don't know, I just heard that word. As you begin to go through the understanding and dissect anxiety in relation to what you're feeling with the situation, I believe that God's going to move on your behalf. Okay. Yeah, and I've... uh... In the last few weeks, I've had three 
dreams that were really encouraging and I wondered if they were from God or just a psychological dream but um, I don't usually have dreams like that so it it kind of uh, mm-hmm. built me up you know okay well it seems like that that's God trying to bring you to a state of peace and and so that's that's interesting because you say you don't normally have it, and then hear the word anxiety, and it's like God's trying to bring some peace into this, and it's almost like I sense Him saying, "Once you release this and you you come to the root of what's going on here with that, and you bring it before the Lord, then the things that God has for you will come to pass in in regards to this." I just that's what I'm feeling, and it's interesting you say you had a dream. I was. You know, so that's like God speaking to you. This is what I want for you, Shannon. This is this is it. And now he's like giving you a formula or a strategy to knock the devil out, knock him upside the head with trying to bring this anxiety. And so, but God is telling you, I, I got good thoughts about this. 